What's up? Welcome to another episode of Snacks Packs. This fucking episode is brought to you by my fucking cats. Get out of here. Get, stop fucking Jesus. God no, it's brought Christ. to you by the foundation to jerk off after every bowl of Frosted That's Flakes. That's true. Yeah, you should jerk off after every bowl of Frosted Flakes. That is correct. Never let John Kellogg win. Yeah. And also, don't circumcise your kids because he wanted that too. Yeah. Just don't do that one. And no masturbation <laughs> and he wanted circumcision. Uh, that dude was obsessed with kid dicks. <laughs> all he thought about. That's <laughs> all that dude's. Just stop, dude, John. Yeah, Kellogg. yeah. For uh, a, a millionaire, just give it a rest. Fucking well, when you have a million dollars, you get super obsessed with just fucking obscure, stupid things. Dude, I I just finished Dark Money, and that is true. Like I I finished that book yesterday, and like the shit that these dudes get into is the stupidest, most ridiculous horse shit ever. When, when your efforts aren't spent on fucking surviving the entire time, you just kind of pick up some weird fucking hobbies, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, this is a real good, uh, nice special episode because our yes. we have a guest. Yeah, we have a guest with us. It's uh, a good, good friend of mine. It's actually, it's funny, because now we're doing the podcast as like one of the two only people besides a couple of others that I actually give a shit about, so this is great. Uh, if you don't know, Wetzel is in a band. You might have heard of them. He's in Imagine Dragons, and he plays the drums for them. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be kind of sick. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. No, he's, I'd be uh, like, I have some questions about that. Yeah, I mean, he, so uh, Wetzel is the drummer for Attack Attack, which if you grew up in the fucking thick of it, in them days, the scene kid days and the crab core days, uh, you probably know exactly. I who grew he up is. with the dickhead metalhead fans who would always talk shit on Attack Attack. Yeah, I'm sorry. They fucking I, suck. I have no f- dog in that fight at all. I really. They, they hated things that I'd never heard of, and I was 13, and I was like, same, bro. Yeah, fuck them, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> so, what's up, Wetzel? Dude, not much. Um, I just been running around like crazy. First of all, I got this this year's, you know, fucking flu epidemic. So nice. I'm, I'm like just now recovering from that, which is why I sound the way that I do. But Dude, this one, everybody was, is sick right now. Yeah, it, it was this one was it's bad, been, man. Because yeah. I don't usually get I don't usually get very sick. Like maybe once a year, I get kind of a cold. There's like two days. You've been touring and shit. Uh, really when I'm on, get- nah, when I'm on tour, if I'm touring a lot, then that'll happen like one time on a tour. But again, it's usually not really that bad. It's like one, maybe two days. I just don't feel that good, but it's never really world ending. Yeah. Um, and then when I'm not on tour, like I might get a little bit sick once a year, but this was like on my ass, completely done three straight days ruined. That's like crazy. I haven't been sick in that way in, in a long time it's humbling isn't it, it? it is it's very humbling i got it's i got snap sick like that last christmas and i i hadn't been sick since covid started i never got covid so i was like i hadn't been sick in three years and that shit fucking ruined me i was like a little fucking baby boy all over again <laughs> i was like god damn i haven't got i do not know like how that. to be sick anymore i haven't gotten sick like that in a long long time that is, stunning is to super me. surprising emo night? Dude, yeah emo like night, i think like, your email you just be getting disease yeah, in your mouth and all I the time treat my body like shit so like i can't my immune system's got to be working overtime dog overtime dude it's like uh did you guys watch simpsons were you simpsons fans yeah i watched. I, I have seen the first four seasons i watched okay. I, I did a rewatch recently well so this reference is maybe it's a little bit obscure maybe it's not but there's this thing about uh basically monty burns is the old man the crotchety old man yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. the guy you guys yeah. were just talking about yeah. you know? <laughs> and uh there's a point where he's 
talking to his doctor and they're testing him for all these diseases. Like you got it all. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, how am I? And, and the guy takes, he has this little miniature fake doorway and a bunch of plushies. And he's like, imagine that this doorway is your immune system. It's your <laughs> like, and these are all the diseases he's trying to smash. When he was like, they can't get in. Exactly. I was like imagining snacks. body was just so constantly at war that a new disease is just like another combatant. They're like, yeah. whatever, you know, who cares? My, my immune system. Yeah. My immune system system is full of spartans bro like i have the, I have the strongest <laughs> in that there's only 300 <laughs> yeah. white blood cells yeah. left in my entire body yeah. but god are they powerful goose goose has this thing that like he thinks he's gonna live longer than me and it's not going look to happen. and the, the basis of that wetzel is that i take pretty good care of myself and sax treats his body like a garbage can that's true but he sleeps like four hours and he never drinks water and he drinks caffeine all day and nicotine and all that stuff. Yeah. And I drink one coffee a day and I sleep seven to eight hours and I drink water all day and I just smoke weed. I don't even drink booze or nothing. Which is why you're going to die early because you take good care of your body. That's usually how it goes. And I'm like an empathetic person, too. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> OK, well, what is it? Do you guys watch? I think you should leave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so you know in the in the baby pageant skit, and they go through and they do the in memoriam one. <laughs> yeah, and they list yeah. like the cause of death. You're going to be the one that gets pancaked by drunk dump truck driver. Dude, yeah. I, I've always said that I little will... Tabby Lee Fubbin, seventy eight, <laughs> pancaked by drunk dump truck driver. <laughs> That's going to be you. Like next uh. year. I have always maintained that a stranger will kill me. Like that's, uh, I won't die of natural causes. I won't die of health. It's going to be someone ends my life against my will. But if that doesn't happen, I'm going to live longer than snacks. Guaranteed. Well, now you're safe from me because now you know who I am. So exactly, yeah, you're not you. a stranger. It's not going to be anymore. you. Yeah. No uh, way. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm just going to kill myself. And not to be dark about it, I think one day I'm just going to be like, you know what? This is cool. Like, I've done everything I need to do. All right, I'm out of here. And that's maybe the well, only like, way you will live longer. Yeah. Why did he do? <laughs> so much other stuff. <laughs> nope, did it all. We're good. I don't need to see uh, anything else. This this was from a while ago in our conversation. It was just I was kind of scrolling through my notes, uh, like the highlights that I took from the dark money thing, and we were talking about how billionaires were into weird shit. And this one line like really got me. It was like they the Koch brothers had met Paul Ryan, and they'd been all about Paul Ryan, right? And they were like. After the infatuation with Ryan, David Koch liked Chris Christie. Charles Koch admired Mike Pence, then what? a congressman and governor of Indiana. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with these dudes that they meet Mike fucking Pence? And, and like, like, this is the, the guy. guy. That's the this guy. Is, this is the man America wants. Yeah, you know? the man like, America what? needs. You guys are so Mike fucking Pence is so clearly dreadful. Like I was just like, what part of his personality drew him to you? You know, what, you've like you've never been nice to an A and R guy before. Yeah, A and R. Yeah, what's that? Like you know, A and R people get hired by record labels to go out and scout talent. They're the people that get buddy buddy with artists, and they're the ones that. Oh, compete. oh okay. Well, traditionally speaking, but I mean. It's the same thing, man. Politics and the music industry yeah. are so handy. I mean, honestly, it's yeah. all like that, but I think that the similarities between how the music business works and politics is so... Yeah. I, I think it's very flagrant it, in that it's like, yeah, there's tons of people with, that we tolerate and vice versa because it's like, hey, you got some yeah. shit that I want. Yeah. The big and players so, in the game are like, have undue yeah. influence. Yeah. You, know, you, yeah. you walk away from the bar, you buy them a shot, you're like, yeah, cool, man. You go in the bathroom and then you see one of your buddies, you're like, 
that fucking greasy uh, dude yeah, yeah, stopped. We stopped. Stopped. <laughs> and it's Mike Prince. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's fair. That's fair. That is. You're I mean, like this fucking son of a bitch. But anyway, he's like super close with yeah. Lockheed, and like, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, and I want to get in on this. I think you know? I think they met Mike Pence, and they were like, I have never met someone so influenceable in my entire yeah, life. So we right, yeah, so incredible, dude. This is a human puppet. Yeah. We can just say anything is, through this guy. Look, he even has a, a hole in his back that you can put your hand yeah. in. Oh, no, it's his ass, dude. It's all right up his fucking ass. Um, but you can only do that if his wife is in hi, the room that's required. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should give the contract to <laughs> Boeing. <laughs> fucking take him down. Uh, yeah. We do oh. have banter yeah. that we got to do because Wetzel you didn't watch talk to me I asked I know because you don't watch scary movies I, I was it. I was thinking I about it. texting you three hours ago and being like tell Wetzel to start Shorzy right now he can finish the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> it's only two it's not even that long you could have finished it uh but but so you're you said you're not into scary movies that's fine I totally respect that I'm surprised I mean, Goose watched it to be honest with you it was um, so scary. It was, it was really pretty so fucking scary. scary. I don't know if it's I cause... watched it with my friend Jamie and I was trying to be brave and I was not. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> was like, it? I don't it's know so if scary. I was just like stupid high or like, but I was very unsettled the entire time. I was like, this I, is dude, crazy. Something about like, I think the scariest movies are when the they're not like cultivating the scary environment. So the best example of that is Gonjiam. Because I didn't think Gonjiam was going to be scary because they got like 16 cameras and flashlights yeah. on each one of them. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, they're going to be fine. Like they, they yeah. have unlimited commu- angles and communication. I was like, no fucking way. And they were in in that movie. There's even the j- psych out of like, it's not scary because it's all fake. Yeah. And, yeah. And that movie is so fucking scary. Gon- and this movie, they're like goofing around and getting fucking high, basically. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay. Gonjam and oh. Talk to Me are two of the scariest movies I've seen in the past 10 years. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's, Dude, what's the yeah. last scary movie that you watched? I don't what's even the, know. What's the scariest movie you've ever seen? What about that? Uh, honestly, I have no idea. You really just don't I'm not watch kidding when I was like that, dude. No, I just do not watch scary. Okay, movies. hold on. What um, about have you ever seen the movie Alien? Like that's not even yeah. technically horror, yeah, but uh-huh. a scary enough movie. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. That what about something like scary. that? Yeah, yes, it is absolutely. True. I mean, I maintain that Alien is like legit, just a horror movie. Yeah, it is. No, I it mean, definitely is. Yeah, would you watch is. something like uh, The Thing, like that? You know, the John Carpenter. Did you see that one? Mm-mm. Oh, what about shit. Pre- I mean, the thing the thing isn't even like a scary movie no. so much as a thriller like Alien. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. You know what What's I mean? I'm one- just trying to think of movies that are like quasi, but, are, you know, aren't called a horror movie. Yeah. What's the one? Um, like Life. It may, it may come to me, but it's the one where they have, uh, it's this crazy like house in the woods and it's all glass and shit and it's inscripted with like. Oh, you're talking about 13 Crows? Yeah, I yeah. think that's one. They have like all the so good at that game. Okay, yeah. So um, I've seen Jesus that movie Christ. and probably shit, man. Probably when I was like, when did that come out? I had to oh, been like it's 12. been out for a while. Well, yeah, I think I was like, like how old are you? I remember, I remember watching it when I was like six, and it scared the uh-huh. fuck out of me. I'm 34. And, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so, prequel it, Star Age. Okay, yeah, cool. and and it's got Matthew Lillard in it too. That's another reason I remember that movie so well. It's got Matthew Lillard, Lillard in it. Um, yeah, Thirteenth Ghost is that's a fucking scary movie. That is a pretty fucking scary movie. Um, so that, watched- honestly, that's probably the last scary movie that I saw because that one scared the fucking was- shit out Dude, of me. I get it. it. That'll do. It. I don't like. I even. Uh, I have had lifelong issues with nightmares. Like regardless of the whatever I'm reading, like yeah, thirteen ghosts. And those stupid glasses and yeah, the same yeah, shit. Yeah, it's just, dude, scary, that dude. fucking sucked, man. And, like, <laughs> horror movies will, like, fuck my shit up even more. Like, they are extra scary, and I'll still watch them. But, like, I've got to have the right conditions, and it's pretty rare. See, I, I basically never watch a scary movie by myself. I'm the exact opposite. I'm, like, reverse of you, because I've had nightmares since I was, like, a child, and it's only, one like... I've had night like my first ever memory of a dream is a nightmare, and I've just had nice. them ever since. And that has pushed me to watch scary movies more because I'm like, well, if I, you know, if I subject myself to this, then what I dream isn't going to be scary. To so, me. oh man, that's actually great that you say that. That's amazing you say that because I have a note about this because I don't. I I get what you're saying. I get that from books. Uh, like I will make myself feel a certain way like you're describing uh from reading but I don't get that from music which so much of the music you put on that playlist you gave me I'm supposed to be like I don't know sad or like sad for these guys and I it just doesn't I don't m- sad music doesn't hit me like that you were talking about music songs that made you cry and I was like holy fuck I cannot think of like hardly any actually sad songs that i have out of my like thirteen thousand in the collection like like specifically very sad damn that's rare. crazy dude that's very crazy. rare that's yeah insane. i was like i was thinking of the the wings from marie example i felt like was a stretch um the objects in the mirror by mac miller that song is really fucking sad Banger. but like i don't know i mean every I've, like tons of rappers have like a sad song or two you know what i mean but mm-hmm. i don't know it doesn't doesn't really like stick out to me or no, make me that music sad. makes me super sad music they, that's yeah. not what i mean like for me it's reading like i read the saddest miserable fucking books that have ever been written that's fair and everyone needs that's their what, thing that's what, yeah like and i like sad movies like there's i've seen uh, like my ex what we one of our first dates was watching like three of the saddest movies ever made like nice. it was on purpose Sad marathon, <laughs> and they were so fucking sad. <laughs> I don't know. We're taking really taking we really we taking off one of those. Like, oh, yeah, kind of weird. Do what? <laughs> okay, I've got two things here. One, I'm looking at Thirteen Ghosts. It came out on October 26, 2001. The remake did. So that explains. So I went from horror number one being in middle school and experiencing 9-11 and then immediately <laughs> 13 ghosts right after that so i think there's probably yeah, there's some correlation there here yeah, 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 yeah. just being like, like also i get sweaty on airplanes i don't know what <laughs> yeah, it's fucking trauma for one, one 2001 bad year for yeah, uh, I, yeah i mean fair enough That's fair. um but the next thing was i was gonna say uh you know Braxton, do you think maybe your obsession with horror movies has to do with you're just constantly in the fucking terror red line and you're just <laughs> continuing? You're just death spiraling and continuing to indulge <laughs> in your own, you know, fucking Yeesh. your own, um, 
What am I, what's, what am I, your own cortisol uh, response, shit. you're just dumping it on, you're like, Probably, ah, yeah, probably. kill me. Well, you know? so I talk about- you like, hold on, I need to tell that to my therapist. Yeah, so let, me write, let me write that down. Uh, yeah, I, I, first of all, if your therapist hasn't brought this up yet, yeah. you might consider getting another one, because I think this is pretty low-hanging fruit. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. want to bring this up on your podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's fair. I think- Although, um, I don't know if we said it specifically, by the way, on the pod, he goes by Snaxton and I go by Goose. Just so okay, you know. snacks. Yeah. Got yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Wetzel okay. knows me. So IRL. you're not using real names. Yeah, yeah. That, I would, yeah, I don't use my real name on the on the pod. He's super anti anything of himself on the internet, so we mask him as much. I don't even post pictures of him anywhere. There's uh, no pictures of me on the yeah, on yeah. the internet, and yet you're on video. Yeah, uh, we don't but, we, we don't record it though. Yeah, yeah. It just oh, gets yeah. It just gets. Posted. This is just for hanging out. Yeah, just for okay. vibes. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Strictly, yeah, strictly cool. for the vibes. I mean, do you want a yep. cool name? We can give you a cool name. No, nah, man. I'm. I'm. Listen, my Wet's life is a pretty cool name. Public. I was like, yeah, I'm like, you are Googleable. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you were you were thrusted into the the limelight. How old were you when like Stick Stickly fucking became the sensation it was? Um, nineteen. Well, eighteen. Damn. Damn. Eighteen. Damn. Old. I'm glad I was not uh, in the public facing area at eighteen because I was a fucking awful kid. Um, awful. Oh yeah, that's oh, pretty you, cringy. I mean, you were. What were you? What do you say? You were awful, Snacks. Weren't you just cringy? That, were you all like, "I'm sober"? Wasn't that your big thing? Yeah, I remember you telling Straight me edge. a story about you roughing up a guy or something because they did drugs. I was yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I did do that. The fuck? I did do that. <laughs> I chipped some kid's teeth because of it. Uh, That's insane. Yeah, I was super straight edge growing up. Super hardcore straight edge. It was obnoxious. It was fucking super obnoxious, actually. Uh, yeah, I guess it is probably better that you weren't. Super that's on the exactly that's what i'm saying i wasn't you would have posted you would have posted tiktoks with like lightning effects where you were like crossing your arms Dude, to yeah. like butt rock yeah. you know what i mean you're goddamn right you're goddamn right uh, you know exactly yeah. what i'm talking so about so that's why i'm like i'm glad i wasn't on the internet um well i guess since as me and goose were talking about we're like are we gonna ask him questions and i was like well i don't know because like that's my boy, so we're just kind of like hanging out. It's like having just a third Max absolutely refused to commit to any plan for no, this. No, that's not I, true. I told literally him. Literally I said, I right. Yeah, I said, <laughs> listen. I said, if it wasn't somebody that I was already really good friends with, we would come up with like a shitload of questions and stuff yeah, like no. that. But I'm, me and Wetzel are good friends. I consider him a good friend, at least. Uh, if not I'll, a best uh, well, friend. So I was like, it's just going to be straight, straight vibes. And I know you got fucking hella stories like that patch story that you told me, which I, one of the main reasons I wanted to get you on the podcast is because to retell that story. Cause it's so fucking good. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That was, uh, that was pretty stupid. Good time though. What is it? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I, well, he doesn't know. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> we were explicitly telling you to tell a story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so in the time that Attack Attack was, you know, on hiatus, I had another band called Nine Shrines, and it was a dad rock band. Nice. And um, that's where awesome. I met Chris. 
our current singer. And then um, Chris. Chris Andrew Bayless guy. is the guitar player. And then the other guitar player is Evan McKeever. And then the bass player was Devin Voisin. So um, Devin and Bayless were in Life on Repeat before Evan was in a band called Downplay and also Before Their Eyes. Um, so we kind of all got together and had this rock band, tried that out for a while. And so we were on tour with Nonpoint when this story took place. And we were playing in Marietta, what year, Ohio. What year would this be, roughly? This is 2017, I think, is when this happened. Okay. Um, I just need that cultural context. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. 2017, it's in this this kind of no man's land that went on between like 20, probably 14 and 2018, I guess. There were just four years there where I just didn't hear anything that came out. I don't yeah. know if anybody else feels the That's same fair. way, but I just... That was, was like, actually at a really incredible time for rap, so I was all over it. I, like that was like that was the h- highlight of the era. It's already peaked that's since then. Really cool. Back to my no. story. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was listening to music. Uh, was, fit right was, in. Uh, fit right in. Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so we were playing this place in Marietta. Um, for those of you who don't know where that is, don't worry about it. You'll never know, and it doesn't matter. Um, it's close to West Virginia, another place God doesn't care about either. So, true, we're um, nothing over and over. <laughs> just fucking nothing going on. Um, so we play this place. Show's fine. It's whatever. We have a good time. We're all hanging out. Um, important thing to mention: uh, at this point in the tour, I, we're like midway, probably getting. We're more than halfway at this point, and so we've become friends with a lot of people on the package, and we're also at this point where everyone is <laughs> homesick, tired, angry, and just kind of generally looking for a fight. So on this particular night, um, we were... Oh, I guess this is in 2018, because I was single. That's why this was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, like, it makes a huge difference. Anyway, I met, up with this, I met up with this girl... And we were just kind of like hanging out and we go to this bar and everyone's dancing and shit. We're on the dance floor. Maybe there's some kissing involved. Not really sure. You know, whatever. I guess this girl's ex-boyfriend or whatever was there with some of his friends. And this was like a scene out of a movie. They come up and they start, they literally just walk straight up to me and they start pushing me around like a fucking pinball between uh, the three of them. And I'm just so, so masculine. I'm just so confused uh, because it just like, it happened super fast and it was totally unprompted. That would really surprise me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I, like, I don't fucking know. anyone. I wasn't ready here. to be middle school bullied right now. Yeah, right. For real. <laughs> that's happening. So it was just really disorienting and confusing. Cause like, I'm not being hurt, but I am being manhandled yeah. kind of. And I'm like, I just don't understand. I'm, this must be a mistake is my first thought, right? So um, that goes on and they, they're like calling me names and shit. And I'm still really I'm like, what? <laughs> Literally a middle school bully. Yeah. Like, can you explain to me what seems to be the, the issue here? <laughs> what can and I so help you gentlemen with tonight? <laughs> I start to figure it out and I'm wearing my stage shirt, which is the thing that I had like handmade. And on... Um, on one of my sleeves, I have a black and white American flag. So the one guy like rips it off. And then he Gosh. starts calling me various like names, all of which are very denigrating towards, you know, uh, sexual nature yeah, and yeah. other things yeah, like that. Naturally. You, know, you can, you know, it's my nickname from middle school, just coming back out again, basically. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're just like being super fucking rude and saying a bunch of, you know, homophobic shit and whatever. And, 
and just generally being extremely disrespectful. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to need that back. And I'm staying totally calm at this point because I'm still just trying to figure out what exactly seems to be happening here. And um, also there's three of them. Like, I'm not going to fight three people at the same time. Yeah. Like, you are not going to win. And all of them, except for one, were about my size. So Good. I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get my ass kicked just yeah. standing here yeah. for no reason. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to work through this. You're also a tall and, guy too. So mm-hmm. how tall are you what? again? I'm six foot three. Yeah. So oh, okay. yeah. one of these dudes has like at least 50 pounds on me though. So combined all of them boys. and I'm doing yeah. the math in my head. I'm like looking at all of them and I'm trying to figure out and in my head, I'm like, there's no, there's no way. Yeah, like, there's nah, no way I'm going to be able boys. to. You're like, if <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, I don't know any Kung Fu sort yeah. of situations here. So I <laughs> know. Uh, I mean, I, I know any ladders yeah. you can use as a weapon, Jackie Chan I know, style. I definitely know a fair amount and I have some like some training to go along with, you know, the weapon stuff that I've done. So, I mean, like I, I can hurt someone if I need to, but three people. Yeah. Is not, it's not boys, no. yeah. You go for one, one's already behind you. Like it's yeah. just, it's just yeah. not going to happen. And then you've got three people it, kicking the shit the movies, out of you. Yeah. They always, like, they always take ch- turns to yeah. get their ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're like, let they, me get my wallops in. Yeah. Hold on. They do not. Uh, they do not. Also, <laughs> I'm like thinking about the bouncers too. Like it's oh, going to yeah. get. So I'm like, no, I'm just not going to do it in the bar because I'm not going to get arrested for this. Like whatever. So anyway. It, it's one of those things too where it's like those dudes probably go to this bar all the time. So yeah. like uh-huh. that bouncer is also going to kick your ass he's, while he's throwing you out. He's going to yeah. be kicking my teeth. Yeah. 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 So. I'm very cognizant of like picking this situation very carefully. So this whole thing goes down. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get back up. I'm going to make this happen. And so I'm like, all right, cool, man. If that's the way you guys want to do it. So I go, well, first I go to the bouncer. I'm like, Hey, these dudes are trying to like start a fight with me. And they ripped my, you know, fucking patch off, which I find to be extraordinarily disrespectful. And also have called me a shitload of like names that are not appropriate, frankly. And the guy looks at me, he's like, well, if you're not fighting, I can't help you. And I'm like, oh, my God, bro. All right. (laughs) I'm like, oh, so you're like boys with them. Yeah. 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 He's just being kind of evasive. I'm like, no, it's cool, man. I like I understand. I understand what's going on here. But let me tell you this. Either you go get that patch back for me and I leave here with it. And and it's and this ends here. Or I'm going to walk out this door. And when I come back, I'm going to turn this place all the way the fuck upside down. Okay. Do you understand me? And he looks at me and he was like, sorry, bro. Can't help you. And I'm like, listen, man, one more time. If I walk <laughs> out that door without that patch, I'm going to come back in here with a ton of large, extremely pissed off guys. And we're going to turn this place completely upside down. And he's like, sorry, bro. Guess you're just going to have to do it. And I'm like, all <laughs> right. I wanted to fight now. <laughs> yeah, so, so I okay. walk out. <laughs> And I'm like power walking up the block to the other bar that all of our boys are at. Now, back to the guys in my band, Bayless and Devin, they're both my size. We're all the same height, and they're both of them are heavier than me. So the three of us combined, it's like just 700 pounds of fucking fury across yeah. the three. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, and we're each like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and just ready. And then there are three other guys on the tour package that are that size, too. And one of them is like a height requirement for the show or something. (laughs) Almost. No, no one small is allowed here. One of them, one of them was an ex Marine. So, um, so I go into the bar and I'm like, all right, everybody, I need you to stop what you're doing because we need to fight some people right now. And like, it was like 
a scene out of a movie there too. The <laughs> record scratched off. Everyone's like, where are they? <laughs> and I explain it and everyone like they jump up, like drinks spill and they're like, let's fucking go. So we literally run back to that place. And um, at this point, word is spreading because like this is the only street in this whole town that's open. And we I only had to walk two blocks to get to the total other side of like the map right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so we're like running back. Everybody so in the whole town watched you <laughs> go over there. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. So now there's now there's like six or seven of us and ev- huge and pissed the fuck off at this point. And so we go we bust right back into that bar. The bouncer is there. He sees us come around the corner and I watch him get up from the door and like walk backwards because he's like, oh shit. He's like, and oh, so he we, was being real? Yeah. <laughs> we, we come up to the door, push past him, shove their security out of the way. We come in and and all like all of my guys, I gave them a description of what the dudes looked like and they're going around and just like grabbing people and they're like, have you seen this guy? <laughs> like slapping people's drinks out of their hands. The lights come on. Like it's the circus just Hell yeah, out. dude. And so we go around and we're like directly interrogating people on the street and now people are coming up to us. They're like, oh no, you like... They didn't, those guys didn't mean anything by it. Like, they're just some shitheads. Like, you guys don't want to do that. Nope. And yeah, so, do. Now, at, this, yeah, yeah. at this point, <laughs> at this point, I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. I gave them the option, and now we went this way. So, you just go ahead and tell me where we they are. Chosen because yeah, there's, chosen only, there's only two more doors <laughs> on this street that have people walking through them that they can be. And you're telling me they haven't left yet. So, we're going to go to one and then the other, and someone is going to point them out to it. Like, we're going to find them. And when we do, I'm going to kick the fucking shit out of them. <laughs> and so everyone's like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. So now these guys are being hidden. They're like, the whole town is concealing these Damn. dudes from us. What's, what and state is this again? This is in, this is on the oh, river yeah, in right, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> between right. West Virginia and Ohio. God. So then finally what ends up happening is we get to the last place where they are. They're holed up in there. And so we're all standing out front. We've done the investigation. This has only taken like 10 minutes. <laughs> you know? There's just been 10 minutes of absolute fucking terror and lawlessness as we're shoving people out of the way, fucking just going nuts. And everyone is just freaking out. And there's, there's like five other people that I don't fucking know that are trying to talk talk me out of what's happening right now i'm like no you gave him the option they didn't choose it this is what's it's happening clear you guys are very yeah. worried about this yeah. You're honestly yeah. inspiring our decision yeah. <laughs> so, we, so we get to door number three and we're about to go in and they're they're in there we know they're in there and uh the bouncer from the first bar comes running up to me and he has the patch in his hand he's like here you go man like i'm so sorry about that and i looked at him and i'm like huh <laughs> so you just you just kind of found it huh and he was like dude i like we don't want any trouble you know whatever like here like i'm i'm so sorry that all this happened and i looked at him and i looked at all my guys and then i looked back at him and i said something like we want blood <laughs> okay like, i'm happy right. to have the patch back but like what we want is blood and the guy's like i can't i can't do that for yeah. you <laughs> and then i look at everybody else and then i'm like well, guys, are we thirstier for like another round of beers or do we want the blood? Because we got what I came here for. And so everyone's like, let's just go back and let's have some drinks. And I think I think everyone's learned a lesson here. <laughs> so that, it was at that point that we were this like, all right, small man. enough that we could just push it over. Yeah, yeah get, the, get the fuck out of my sight. Like I, I have what I want. And like these it's us kicking the shit out of these guys isn't going to change how the universe is going to work. So it's yeah. just like, let's just go back to drinking. 
And, you know, by this point, state troopers had circled the block like three times. Hell and so yeah. I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, in the hot, in the heat of the moment, I wanted that satisfaction. But at this point, we got what we came for. Everyone is fucking terrified. We did just slap a ton of drinks out of strangers' hands. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, that's a huge scene. And I feel like that was, I feel like that was good. Yeah, yeah that's hell pretty yeah. good. What a can yeah. event, dude. What a can yeah, event. So, also, getting- so we go back to the bar and we get another round and we just, we all laughed about it. And then... That was the end of it. Hell yeah. But, uh, but also getting thrown in jail in a small fucking town where you you don't know no, anybody, yeah. not, not the move. Not the move nah, at yeah. all. Not doing that. As someone who has w- been through that, not the fucking move. Getting thrown in yeah. Being thrown in jail in a small town fucking sucks. It is. And all of yeah. this happened because you danced with their lady, their ex-lady, basically. Uh-huh. That is the most Hallmark movie horseshit yeah. I ever heard. <laughs> my, like, what the fuck? You guys are so, oh my god. Just so 2D. Jesus Christ. Dude, small towns, man. That's what They ain't uh, got that nothing is. else going on. Not a on. fucking thing, bro. Hey, man. Try that in a small town. Dude. You know? <laughs> 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 uh, I can try that in one. a small town, brother. God, I man. saw an old man wearing a, sh- a hat that just said, try that in a small town. I'm like, I'll push you over. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it right now. Knock you on the ground. What We're in you- a big city right now, but gonna- I'll try it right here. Yeah, what are you going to fucking, what are you going to do? About yeah, it? you going to go get the fucking clan police? Yeah. They- it isn't like that here, Not bud. A goddamn motherfucking chance. This geez. is the city. The police don't do anything. A single fucking <laughs> thing at all. That's Not- right. They won't even show up. Yeah, <laughs> most of the times, no, they won't. I was right. Uh, for my headlines, Snacks, I had one for you I thought was really funny because we were talking about this last week. It was a headline said, Rockstar does not have the resources for a PC port at launch for GTA. What do you mean you don't have the fucking resources? You're a they spent billion a dollar billion company. Dollars and they're like, I don't see how we can do it. Dude, are you shitting the me? The biggest game company around is like, Wait nah, a minute. I don't How much see money it. did they make on GTA 5? Oh like, my god. I think it was between 11 and 100 billion kajillion dollars. Something because like that. Wasn't been- the actual number like 40 billion dollars? Yeah, oh, at least. Yeah, super, like yeah. they've been fucking pumping shark cards out of kids for fucking the past 10 years and you're telling me you can't afford a port to pc for gta 6 i'm not yeah, buying it, ps5 i'm not doing just it. from gta online just gta online they made eight billion dollars that's insane that's of cash fucking insane. Just raw like, cash that seems like plenty of money to develop a pc fucking yeah that's what i thought <laughs> that's what i thought too I guess I was wrong. We have the money. They're like, how are we supposed to get more money in our pockets if we're going to spend money on PCs? Here's Dingus Advocate here. Okay. So, oh, wait, sorry. That was only one decade after its release. I forgot GTA 5 has been out for fucking ever. So it's actually even more money than that now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's forever. So here's this. Here's Devil's Advocate here. Let's look at Call of Duty. All right. Okay. They are. They put everything on every platform, and they do the worst fucking job imaginable. And they also <laughs> they do. <laughs> they also rake in like nine to ten figures a year, I think, off the one fucking franchise. And the game is constantly broken. It's and almost just never like, been working. Yeah. <laughs> they pump out one Call of Duty a year. Like w- yeah. when they release one, they're already making another. They're like, "Yep, here's Dude, the next one." It's not even different. And we're now in four. They're just bringing Verdance back. Yeah. They're just, it's the map's already done. 
they're just going to bring it back and throw like a cup, I don't know, a fucking skin on it and just run it. And they're like, well, this is the one you guys liked. And now that we've just butt fucked your game for 10 years <laughs> and told you to like it, like I, I, I bought Call of Duty 3. It is literally no fucking different than 2. Okay. Modern Warfare 3. Modern Warfare 3. Modern Scott- Warfare 3 2. Yes, remember. right. Modern yeah, Warfare right. 3 again. Again. Part 2. <laughs> <Okay>. Blue. <laughs> and it's like, so with Modern Warfare 2, 2, okay, that was the one where, like, the drivers were all fucked up. So you're yeah. playing DMZ in the game, and your fucking yeah. GPU just crashes for no reason. And they were like, yeah, fuck you. They're like, it's That's just dude, hard I, yeah. to fix it. Uh, been, we have to I make know. a new Call of Duty right now. They're so. like, oh, man, in order to fix it, we'd have to, like build the game oh my god dude it makes me <laughs> and so we're just not gonna do, angry like, we're, we can't build a game in a year how the fuck are we yeah. gonna harvest all this money off of you dumbasses exactly if we have to actually make a product i like yeah i, I was i loved the fucking rock stars like rock star saying it like yeah <laughs> that's oh like rock star builds the whole fucking game they yeah, do like we're gonna do. spend a billion dollars and we're gonna take that's 10 true. years and we're gonna red do dead 2 was a finished and, game yeah red dead 2 <laughs> was a finished game i'll never yeah. forgive rockstar for like giving up on red dead online no. but like which I get, They're like we can't park shark hearts yeah, out of exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. And and we've talked about this before, but it's uh, it's obviously because they can pump shark carts out of teenage kids because teenage kids are dumb and you know they'll fucking get it somehow. They can but put all their cool cars in it. Yeah, you know? exactly. But in Red Nobody Dead Online, in Red Dead Online, it's usually older people playing it, and they're a little more wise to fucking you know being extorted for gold which is the equivalent of a shark yeah. um mm-hmm. granted they got me because i bought some to get a cool outfit obviously because i love i did it once but that was because it was gonna take too long to unlock something and I, yeah. that's part of being an adult that's i was true. like well i'm i'm not gonna grind away at this game for 60 hours to just play a different part of the game yeah. i'm just gonna buy no, it see i agree with that yeah and that, that's again, what working is the beauty of being an adult i can just fuck that money off to go do yeah. that and I, it's not a fucking yeah. problem at all it's not a problem at all um, no, what a fucking horrifying realization there that like when you are unlocking things that you want in a game you're working for like a negative hourly yeah. rate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's your no. downtime. I that's mean, fun. <laughs> I, I think I think about it often that like when I spend money like that on like skins and games or whatever, I'm kind of just pissing this money away because in four to five months, I'm not going to be touching this. Uh, right. Especially uh, you yeah. and your games. Dude, yeah. I you. fucking, I, my Steam library has I like 300 you games. When you told me about skins, I was like, are you yeah, fucking dude. mad? I gotta look like, cool oh. as fuck while I'm killing people. Like, that's the point. You that's do the love looking oh, cool snacks. as fuck. Are you, part of the, are you part of the Steam lawsuit? No. What lawsuit? Class action lawsuit. Super long story short, Steam basically got busted into class action for um, fixing and or artificially raising the prices of games. Really? And now... Um, you can join the class action and demand basically a refund for part of the games in your library. And since you have 300 games, it could be Holy a decent shit, amount of money. Shit, that's a I'll great idea. Link. Yeah, please do. Because I, I have so many games in my library. I like, I, because I, they, Steam does their whole rap thing. And I was like, I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't play that many games or whatever. 
and last that's year. That's insane that you would yeah. think that. I, well, I just, I don't know. I just didn't think about it. I was like, I didn't play that many games in one year. And it was I'm like, like, you play a new one every week. Yeah, it was like, it was like you played 94 games last year. I was like, holy shit. I was like, no way. That's that's basically two a week. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that, that, that adds tracks. up. That tracks. Yeah, um, that but, seems pretty much dead on. Yeah, my Steam library is fucking jam-packed full of games. And like, granted... There's games in there that like I bought them when they were on sale or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I'll get to it at some point. But I I I have played majority of the games in my library. I have either beaten or played enough to where I'm like, okay, this probably isn't my speed. Which is just you know but you can't return them. No, yeah, yeah. and I, I I think Steam's return policy is if you have more than two hours in the game, you can't get a refund. Um, um, if I remember correctly, I could be fucking wrong about that. Cause there have been, no, games. I think I think it's a few hours. Yeah. Two or three. <laughs> Cause there, like, there are definitely games that I refunded like, uh, lies of P. I don't know if you guys ever saw that one. It was like a dark souls S game. Uh, it wasn't bad. It was just too hard and it pissed me off. So I refunded it. Um, put your little pup wearing yeah, back yeah, yeah. there. Dude, got his jammies on. Awesome. He likes wearing them. Oh, he's getting up. Yeah, video. get a get a closer look over here. I want to see this little pup wearing his gym jeans. Oh, I think you put a put oh, him on the. Put him up. That's fine. That's a good looking. What, what kind of dog is that? Ah, uh, he's a puggle. A oh, puggle. I yeah. like puggles because they're like kind of ugly on purpose. I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, they're kind of the best best of both worlds because because yeah, don't they have the less smushed faces right yeah it's a little less smushed so you have less of those kind of major issues that pop up he's yeah. 15 and a half he's old as hell really um, 15 yeah. damn mm-hmm. 15 damn. Damn. Five. 15 too. 15.25 that's crazy yeah so that's why i gotta like lift him up on the couch uh he just walks over and then he'll like look at it and then he'll look at you, and then he'll look at the couch, and then he'll just start barking at the couch. <laughs> he's a so you get barks at it until he's until he starts floating. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, this he's works. like it works. Yeah. <laughs> he's got wow. the magic. He's a senior citizen. You gotta. I mean, he's he's earned his. He's he earned is. His look at stripes. his eyes. He's earned. He, they're his slamming stripes. shut as he speaks. Hell, Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. That's the way. That's you know. That's the way to be. Not a fucking yeah, care in the world. We got his jammies. He sleeps like 24 or 22 and a half hours a day. God, that's <laughs> the life, dude. That it's is nuts. I can't fathom that- sleeping anywhere close to that. Like at all. Yeah, you pretty much sleep like four hours. Yeah, I get a, I get a, a hot five in and then uh, I'm ready to start my day. That's horrible. Yeah, Damn, I, a- I hit like nine and a half last night. No, nah, dude, I fucking I went to bed at like midnight last night, woke up at five in the morning for work. And then speaking of which, I had a real fucking shitty morning. It was not good. I uh, yeah, bitch about it. Let's dude, hear it. please. Um, so I woke up and I was like, oh, my throat hurts a little bit. So obviously I ate a popsicle for breakfast. And so <laughs> as you should, as you should. Exactly. <laughs> as normal uh, people do. As normal I was people like, I, like, just had a popsicle. On <laughs> yeah. Right one, of, one of those like freeze pops that you put, they come in the tubes and you put them in the freezer. Yeah. One of those. I mean, oh my yeah. God. The one where it's like Kool-Aid. In the yeah. Plastic- yeah. Yeah. One of those. Jesus, yeah. He man. just keeps us in his house. Dude, on deck, just- dog. <laughs> what flavor was it? Blue. Blue. <laughs> obviously uh, it was obviously blue uh, and then the next oh, one was red. yeah dude so yeah, oh the next one was yeah, red red yeah yeah i mean you can't just have one of them obviously uh so <laughs> it is gotta, now 5 15 <laughs> right? yeah so i laid in bed eating this 
thing watching a World War II documentary. And then oh, you no, eat them laying down Hell in yeah, your dude. bed. Hell yeah. God Everything right. about that is so fucking depressing. My life is chaos, bro. Constant chaos. What documentary were you watching? Uh, I forgot the name of it. It's on Netflix. It's all colorized. It's really good. It was a really, really oh, good sick. documentary. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the World name. Yeah, doc. I'll get the name for you. But uh, yeah, run it past me. So I got up and I got dressed for work, and then I went downstairs and drove the 30 minutes to my fucking job and i get off the highway and i'm like i forgot my goddamn id badge to get into the parking garage and the building so i had i had to pay for on-street parking um and so i park i pay for my parking and then i go to grab my bag and it is soaking wet just soaking wet and Good. I was like, awesome. Red love, 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The red 40, dude. I was like, love this for me. So I look in my bag, and I guess when I threw it in my passenger seat, something sharp in my bag, because I just keep sharp objects in it. Um, sure, as you should. Around. Yeah, it's a gamble whenever you put your hand in there. Uh, <laughs> punctured a water bottle that I had in there. And it Much just, like, you could, dude. What is so sharp? Dude, I don't know. So sharp. I don't That's know. So sharp. That's At least insane. it wasn't like a monster or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It could have been way worse. It could have been way worse. Was there worse. really water in the water bottle? Maybe, maybe it might have been Mountain Dew Kickstart, but well, that's not, <laughs> that's neither here. Nor I was there. like, why would you have a water bottle? <laughs> no, I, I, so I actually do drink water at work. I just don't put it in my bag afterwards. I keep it at my desk. So um, that wasn't water. No, that was it was. Filling. Yeah. So I was like. <laughs> Oh, this is cool. So I open my bag and I find the culprit. And I'm like, okay, well, cool. And my entire, there's like a puddle in my passenger seat. And I just grab one of the mini t shirts in my back seat. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Uh, okay. And then I just said, it's next to my helium tank. Yeah. That yeah. is also in your car. That is also in my back seat. That's correct. There is yeah. a helium tank back there. Uh, and that is also punctured. Yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why I get lightheaded when I drive. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, this sucks. So I had to wait outside the building in the cold for someone to come in and let me in. And then I went to the bathroom, cleaned off all the shit that was in my bag, like my charger and stuff like that, and unwetted it as much as I could. Some would call that drying <laughs> off. Um, but uh, uh, so, and then I had to wait outside my department for someone else to walk is in. Is that Mountain Dew sugar or is it, is it not a sugar? It free? is. That's the problem. I, cause oh, I, I don't usually, that. I don't usually drink like full sugar drinks. And so I was like, it just had to be you motherfucker. It just had <laughs> to be fucking you that broke. Um, so now I gotta get a fun time of wiping. You need my to car find down. out what's so sharp in your backpack. Yeah, it's probably. I don't, dude. I have no fucking clue because my That's razor crazy. blades and SD cards are in their own pocket, and so I don't understand. You know, I just, <laughs> watching uh, Lex's face <laughs> process razor blades and SD yeah, cards. It's my razor blade and it's SD like, card pocket. Uh, <laughs> you know, you'll yeah, pull out a razor blade. That we blade. all have. That we all have, obviously. <laughs> Um, and, and I have like four external hard drives at the bottom of my bag that I just forgot to take out. So I got to make sure that those are good to go. You're uh, the worst. I've had this bag for like five years. So it's four hard drives just floating around. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the bag that you carry all the time. All the time. Yeah. Dude, our, my Honestly. daily bag versus your daily bag. That'd be a great video. Yeah. Totally different <laughs> universe. Dude, oh, a hundred percent. There's things Do you in have. There. 
regular pockets for stuff or yeah. is it always pretty much free ball and no no i have regular pockets for things so like so no, like, it's all just razor blades yeah razor SD blades cards. and sd That's cards yeah do. loose every dog pocket, teeth you yeah. know so, yeah. so the razor blades loose and, change it's, it's, receipts. it's funny because like when i first met aaron gillespie from under oath uh, I told I mentioned my razor blade and SD card pocket, and he had the same reaction. He was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yes." Yeah, where I, and I pulled out like a handful of razor blades and SD cards, and I was like, "This is where I keep my razor blades and SD cards." Oh, I got one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, uh, so like that front small pocket razor blades SD cards. The bigger pocket that is connected to that is where I keep like like my my plugs and my jewelry and my piercings and my grills. And, uh, you know, headache medication if you need it, uh, just an, an array of things. And then the main pockets where I keep, like, clothes or if I, you know, if I'm packing to go on a fucking flight, it's where I put my clothes and my hard drive. Back pocket is laptop um, and then chargers and then anything computer-related. One side of my bag is all beard grooming uh stuff wow this what, is an interesting bag yeah yeah one side of my bag is all beard grooming stuff there's another little pocket that i keep a gun cleaning kit in um and then the other side is just miscellaneous candies that i've acquired over my travel. <laughs> <laughs> it's all unwrapped yeah all unwrapped yeah obviously uh um, I, I, lo- I buy nerds i just pour it, pour it in, in there, there. yeah <laughs> Okay, I've I have a series of questions. Okay. But I'm gonna start with the most important one first. You mentioned flying. Yeah. So I when know. You're flying, how often do you end up having, you know, extra scrutiny from the TSA? I'm pretty good about removing the razor blade portion of the SD card and razor blade pocket when I fly. There have been a couple okay, times. Okay, what about the gun cleaning kit? It's like the rest of the bag. Is, there's uh, just stuff well, floating if around. Well, if I'm flying, I'll remove stuff that could possibly get me in a small room with a bunch of people. Um, there have been a few times that I've, I've missed a razor blade or two, and they're just like... I've missed... Yeah. Like so many bullet casings in my backpack over the years, yeah, and like I'm just, the little yeah. get stuck in a fold or exactly. something. Because I always I take that bag everywhere and take it to the range Jeez. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always well, they never any guns or nothing. What if I actually but, brought my gun? Um, but yeah, I I, I, don't I see. I check my gun. Do you, oh really? How Man. is that? How is that? Like how how is that process? It's easy, isn't it? Uh, it's I've not never easy. done it before. It's kind of annoying, but um. The every airline's a little bit different. With Spirit, there nobody knows what the fuck is going they're on. Like, they're like, just carry that buddy in the cabin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> carry that in your waistband, <laughs> bud. Damn near. <laughs> I just keep it in your hand, you know. But finger <laughs> off the trigger. Like we're gonna point. take the magazine. Out. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, it's, it's <laughs> you have to put that in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I flew American last time, and with Spirit, you can leave the ammunition inside of a magazine. They just say like it can't be loose, which understandable. Okay. Yeah. But they're like, if it's in a magazine and like it's, you know, protected, then that's fine. That's cool. Hard sided case, locks, you know, that thing. With American, the ammunition needs to be in either factory packaging or packaging specifically made to carry that style of ammunition. Oh. So I had a little plastic clamshell blue. Oh. Yeah. So empty all the mags out into my little blue carrier. And so when I went to go check it, so first of all, before I fly anywhere, any airline, number one, check all the states that you're going to. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do yeah. when I drive. I okay. like, I make sure like yep. I'm going into a state where I can carry my handgun with me and not you get You even have your, me too. Seal carry? 
No. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, like because in the PA, you have that have just constitutional carries yeah. everywhere now. Everywhere. Yeah. Although even that is kind of a patchwork of if out of state residents if it applies to them. It doesn't like Missouri, right. but in some other states they're like, no, it doesn't. Which I'm well, like, what the fucking? Why? I don't understand. I have a um. First of all, I have insurance for if I shoot somebody. Yeah. Okay, nice. Nice. Yeah. So Needed. um. And it, yeah, definitely. It's something you should have. Like, if you're going to carry a gun, there's two things you sh- should have with you. The first is you should be insured. Ammo. So I have, <laughs> I have, I'm not in any way, shape, or form paid to say this, but I use USCCA. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and I have their platinum level coverage, which gives me like $2 million worth of liability. They cover your fucking legal fees. They'll cover to replace your gun because you probably won't get it back afterwards. Like, all this shit. If you end up going to jail, like if you're in jail and they can't get you out fast enough, they'll reimburse you <sighs> like money that you lost being able to go to work up to a certain number uh, of days. What? So how pretty comprehensive. You, how much you pay? You pay monthly for that? Yeah, monthly. It's like thirty four dollars a month. Oh or some my shit god, like that. I, it's totally I, worth. Holy it. shit, I need to. Yeah, wait, I need that. It's totally worth it. Like if you're gonna carry a gun and you're actually serious about it, like get the fucking insurance. Like absolutely, that's fair. Because fair. when it happens, and they also like they give you a little thing, so if it ever happens, they, it like tells you what to do. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Only say what this card says and hang the fucking phone up. Crazy, yeah. dude. And then call us and then we will send an attorney immediately to like meet you and get it all sorted out. That's crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they have an application for the mobile phone okay. and they track all of the rules for every state constantly. So when you're going someplace, I can open this app and look and see like reciprocity, what the rules are, all this other shit. And so I look at all the, the constitutional carry states and yes, a lot of them will have different things, Yeah, but all, all of them are the, are pretty much the same in the sense that um, Generally, you need to be at least 21 years of age. Yeah. Yeah. Some it's 18, but m- most are 21. And then it's basic shit like you can do it unless for some reason you can't. It's okay. pretty much what it says. Yeah, and like, a, unless- a, the, a big one that changes like if you can have it loaded in your car. Yeah. That's, that changes hugely in, in states. And, and right. like in Kansas, I actually, when I was 18, I emailed the attorney general of the state to ask if because uh if if kansas law allowed for someone 18 to have a gun in their car loaded and he told me yes because kansas in kansas your car is considered an extension of your home right there's no law against an 18 year old owning a handgun in their home so you have your car loaded but in pennsylvania you have to have a concealed carry permit Mm-hmm. To have a loaded gun in your car. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. A loaded. Yeah. No, yeah, it's loaded. And in some states, they're like, loaded handguns, cool. Loaded rifles and shit, no, or vice versa. What a very, right, yeah, vice versa. What yeah. a very goose thing to do to email the fucking... The literal fucking <laughs> dude, attorney, yeah, general. attorney general. That's, dude. What a Chad dude, move. I, I got the answer. Yeah, I got the answer. It everybody worked. was... Because everybody was, it was the kind of thing that I was like... You know, people be like, uh, I think so. And I'm like, well, if I have to use it, I would. I would like to, to know. know. Yeah. yeah. Just so, yeah, going right yeah. to the literal chief law yeah, enforcement yeah. officer of he your was state. Like, yep. He's going to have the answer. I mean, honestly. He had it. He yeah. Had it. I was. 
I was yeah. like, wow, cool. I was super <laughs> I actually printed out that email and kept it in my car when I had nice, my guy, too. Dude, like, yeah, yeah. Just in yeah, case. Just in case. Well, I was like, no, I swear to God, this guy yeah. told me he's your boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was he's the uh, guy. The guy. I was very surprised that I got my gun back after I got arrested. Um, I didn't shoot oh, nobody, yeah. but I got arrested years and years ago for like possession of marijuana, paraphernalia, narcotics, and criminal use of a weapon because I had my gun on me. And mm. uh, I hired a lawyer. Criminal use of a weapon is such a so dumb. scary word. That so makes me so fucking mad. dumb, bro. So You're like, dumb. you were being a criminal and you had a weapon. You're like, well, that doesn't Dude, that's yeah, not the that, that's a correlate. They made, they made it sound like I was just like firing my gun out of the window, bro. It fucking, oh, it made me so angry. It was like, I'm pretty sure that's a felony. And I was like, pretty sure? Shouldn't you know these things? Um, He's like, no. Nope. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, you and your fucking two sheriff's deputy town, you fucking asshole. But uh, I hired a lawyer from that town. I, I like my, my, I called my stepdad and I was like, what do I do? And he was like, well, uh, you're going to pay a lot of money, but you're going to hire a lawyer from that town. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, yeah, you don't want some other big dick to come in and fucking, they don't know the judge. They don't know the district, you know, the Plus DA. you don't want to pay their travel fees. Exactly. Yeah. So I ended up paying like $13,000 to that lawyer. Um, the least you could do is get your pistol. Dude, right? And so uh, he got it to where the 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 narcotics and paraphernalia and criminal use of a weapon charge got dropped. I only got charged with possession of marijuana, and I had to do unsupervised diversion. And I got my fucking gun back out of the evidence locker, which was... Wait, honestly, holy shit. Dude, you, yeah, went to, right? you went to the police station, you walked out with a gun. Yes. You told me about that. Yes. I, and so, because I called the police station, because my lawyer was like, uh, do you want your gun back? And I was like, is that yes. a thing? Can I do that? And he was like, yeah, I could probably get it back for you. And I was like, absolutely, I want my gun back. What, do I yeah. just want to donate it to the police? Yeah, Is that what yeah. you're asking me? And so he was like, all right, I got you a uh, release of evidence, so you can go over there anytime and get your gun back when you want. And I was like, okay. So like, it was like 6 a.m. I was working the night shift at the school, and I just I just got off work, and I called the, the fucking police station and was like, hey, can I come get my gun? Because it was like an hour and a half drive away. And they were like, yeah, if you're going to do it, do it today because the guy who runs the evidence locker, the one guy, uh, he's going to go and leave for like three weeks after this. And I was like, I'm not going three more weeks without my gun. Why does only one guy run a box? Somebody it, opened dude, the box. Yeah, exactly. So I, sh- I show up there and I'm sitting there because the, like, the jail is the main part of the police station. So I'm sitting there uh, talking, yeah. dude, yeah, talking to the correction officers and they're like, I don't know, man, he's on a call. So blah, 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 blah. I was there for like six hours waiting for this dude to show up and give me my fucking gun back. Yeah, it oh was. It, it was it obviously worth I'm like, it. If you guys think there's an amount of time that I won't wait for my gun, you're wrong. You're incredibly oh, wrong. My gun. Incredibly <laughs> wrong. Yeah. So I was super surprised that uh, that he I was able to get that back. I was baffled. Even I thought it was gone forever. And uh, honestly, like the whole because when I first got arrested, uh, he tried to charge me with a DUI too because he made me stick my tongue out, and he was like, "Well." when's the last time you smoked? And I was like, I don't know, I mean, like four days ago, because I don't smoke like that. And he was like, well, your tongue is green and there's bumps on your tongue, which usually means you've been smoking marijuana. And I was like, dude, I, just, I like literally couldn't be cool to someone like that. Yeah, I'd be like, dude, are you stupid? Yeah, are you, like, yeah. are you, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like, it, are are you really allowed to have a gun right yeah. now? Like, give me that. Dude, You're going to hurt someone. So he was like, well, well, my partner's been through all the DUI classes. So if, if he was doing oh, this traffic stop, them, huh? yeah, he was like, if he was doing this traffic stop, you would get charged with the DUI and I was like get the fuck out of here bro like there's no way you can make that stick because <laughs> what are you like what are you gonna do like you can't tell 
uh, and I haven't been smoking. So. He's got the green tongue. Yeah, he got the old green tongue. And so, uh, <laughs> fucking where, dude? It, oh, small town, like, Kansas. I'd be like, do you think reefer madness is real? Tell me right now. <laughs> Absolutely, he does. And when he took me to jail, when he he took me to jail, and I was getting processed in, and they have this kiosk with bail bondsmen, and he was like. I can't legally tell you who to choose. And he put his hand on one of the cards and started like shaking it. And he was like, but pick your poison. And I was like, well, obviously you get some kind of kickback for people who go with that bail bondsman. And it's kind of, you know, I, I really have nothing to, you know, I might as well go with him because fuck it. Why not? Granted, good bail bondsman got me out in a couple hours. Uh, really, really speedy with the, with the getting me out of jail. Um, I'm sure dude, maybe the system one of the works. only ones there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, it was 13 and I got very lucky because at the time I was in hair school and I graduated in like a week when I got arrested. I, I was going to graduate in a week and my financial advisor got me a Pell Grant within that week and that paid for most of my lawyer expenses. Um. So shout out to that motherfucker. Hell grant. Yeah. For school. Yeah. Paid for the lawyer. Yeah. Free money, baby. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. Shout out to that. Well, dude. he was supposed to use it for the education. Yeah, for the education. Supposed but technically, to. he did use it as education. He learned. He was educating I did. the small town that he would be getting his gun back. I would for also- sure. Not be yeah for sure. Taking you know, my gun back. Uh, See, you tried that in a small town. Smash, I did try that in a small out. town, yeah. and it, it, it backfired. That's what happens when you with the criminal use of a weapon. Criminal a use town. of a weapon, dude. It, oh, that pissed me off so fucking bad, so fucking bad. And then like Green, Mr. Green Tongue, it would piss me dude, off. Oh, it, I'd be like, holy I fuck, was, are you arresting me? Just get the fuck. I was over baffled. With well, God. when he when he arrested me, I was like, I you know, it was just joking around because obviously I've never been arrested before, and I was like, I'm nervous i'm just gonna say things and i was like shotgun and then he gave it to me he was like yeah sure and i was like for real he was like yeah well, come let on me shoot your gun. yeah come on <laughs> let me fire it off <laughs> in this cornfield right now buddy yeah uh, let's hit the sign yeah so uh that was a experience i was actually on my way to a friend's graduation i was coming back from oklahoma trying to get to a friend's graduation and when i got released I called her and she sent me to voicemail. And so I called the mutual friend and I was like, are you with so-and-so? And And she was like, yeah, she's really angry at you. And I was like, give her the phone. I have a valid excuse as to why I was not at your graduation. Uh, Yeah. yeah, I was like, I got arrested. And she was like, oh, I feel bad for you now. And I was like, see, I told you it was a good excuse. I'll talk to you later. See, see, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of fucked right now. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, I got arrested. By the way, can I borrow like $1,500? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll pay you back super quick. I promise. I promise. Uh, but By yeah. the way, can you make my bail? Yeah, can you come actually pick me up? I'm an hour and a half away. They did yeah, make I need me a ride. They did make me go to a uh, part of my my diversion. It was unsupervised, so I didn't get drug tested, but they did make me go to uh like a DUI class. Like and and my lawyer was like, "Listen, he was like, I know you didn't get charged with the DUI, but it's just part of the thing. And I was like, fucking okay. It's just a kickback. Yeah. It's all just yeah. they rob you. So That's I went, it. I, I had to go to a counselor in Gardner, Kansas, and sit there for four hours for him to literally write, probably not a drug addict. And then, probably. Yeah, probably being the key, the operating term. And then he went, then I went to another class here in Lawrence. And it was me and like five other people. Some guy was there because he got a DUI on a go kart. Super cool guy to talk to. Liked to party. It was badass. I didn't know you- he, yeah, yeah, you can get a DUI on a go kart apparently. But is, we 
That's him. DUI on a bicycle. Like, Dude, no, DUI yeah, on a bicycle, can. yeah. Um, yeah. and then we watch Reefer Madness videos. We've legitimately watched <laughs> Reefer Madness videos. And there was so we watched a video on marijuana and this guy was like, Oh man, weed was controlling my life. I just couldn't go without it. And then I lost all my money and I ruined all my relationships. And we got done with the video and the counselor guy was like, So anybody got anything to say about that? And I like raised my hand. He was like, Yeah, and I was like, I was like, this is kind of bullshit. I'm not like, so pardon my language. I was like, that man has other problems than smoking weed. Like, he has some other issues, underlying issues that have caused this, and weed probably didn't help, but he did not ruin his life over smoking some weed. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, all in all, honestly, kind of a fun experience. It was uh, a good time to just do bits for five hours straight. And that's, uh, that's, that's, goof, that's what I used yeah, to A bunch of strangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can understand that. When I was a little a kid, bit of crowd work. I got the the only time I've ever had a run in with the law. Fortunately, I was a miner, um, so that helped. What were you mining? I was uh, cobalt. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It's a hard days, hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Not great. But no, I um I got busted stealing street signs. Damn, that's a very yeah. minor thing to get busted that's for. Oh, minor. totally. Yeah. And I like didn't even care about the signs either. So anyway, well, I got arrested, and it was this whole fucking thing. But because I was a minor, um, I had to go to a thing called teen court. Ooh, um, I went to youth court as well. I also so went like, to youth court. It's part of the juvenile justice system but it's sort of like for first offenders oh. and also for crimes that don't fucking matter like petty theft okay. and like little shoplifting and just a bunch of bullshit like that you go through this other system first yeah which is yeah. kind of like yes it's like fake court yeah that's okay so that is yeah that's what youth court was for us so this yeah. is like this is the mulligan you get one of these you get one mulligan yep. where like yep. you get a taste of it and then you either straighten out or we're sending you to federal pound me in the ass prison after this like you know what i mean <laughs> true you're, and you're, um, the spiral begins yeah if you don't yeah, yeah. Right. shape up right now <laughs> <laughs> and i think they just kind of figured it out they were like this will this will be enough for the kids that are gonna are gonna figure it out yeah and for the rest of them like they're just going right to the fucking yeah hole. If, if they're gonna if they're gonna end up in the fed penitentiary like they're gonna end up there they're like yeah, right, this yeah, will scare away the kids do. who are just kind of fucking fucking around but like yeah yeah i remember i worked. had to do this and i didn't know that much about it and uh because i got in a fight in middle school and they i show up and i go in and the judge is one of my classmates <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. and i was like oh the judge is a kid too it's the same I was like, oh, the lawyers are kid. This is all kitty court. All kids here. I together. don't think I went to teen court then. I would have. I I had to go in front of it when I. So my first run in with. What about yours, Witzel? Was yours kids too? Yeah. Or, so yeah. The, the way the okay. whole thing works. So is, yours was real adults, Abe Snack. Yeah. Oh shit. So this, ours ours had um there there was one adult which was like the magistrate and the the ringleader yeah, right the yeah. circus. The owner of the circus. Yeah. But, so essentially, the teen court thing in Columbus works kind of... Honestly, it's it's like 50% um, court and 50% just a civics lesson, essentially. A little, yeah. Okay. No, and seriously. so you get, you get tried by your peers. Yeah. And like when you're on the court, you go through and you like work these different jobs in it. And but you're all ultimately responsible for um assessing you know the criminality of someone's actions yeah and I had to do whether or not 
yeah, whether or yeah. not that person is actually remorseful, and then you know, and then it's up to us to decide their fucking fate. Oh yeah. Shit. So so really, it's yeah. you're walking into a den of motherfucking vipers, Dude, bro. Yeah. You got a bunch of delinquent kids, <laughs> that are unstable like kids. Yeah. Twenty thousand hours of community service. Dude, honestly, <laughs> in ours, him. Like That's- when I was doing, because I had to do, I had to do like a certain amount of jury duties as a result of it. I honestly repressed so much of this. Talking about it is bringing back so much of it. I, I forgot yeah. about the jury duties, but I, uh, like a lot of them, everybody took it like real seriously, and like no huh? one was really like trying to like. If anything, the worst part of it was people just didn't care at all. Yeah, and I was like, well, I don't know, guys. Fuck, might as well fucking learn something yeah, <laughs> I, mean, shit, yeah. Yeah. And I was like we're here I, I always ended up like being in charge of those things because everybody would just sit and just say nothing and i'm like come on let's fucking go yeah, you know let's, like, let's, d- let's decide something i have never heard of this i've never yeah. in my life heard of this my first run-in like as where'd you grow up was i'm just for an, a rough idea Maybe i grew up that's... in westerville ohio so columbus the northeast suburb of it Okay, so near resources. Okay, and yeah, I grew yeah. up. I grew up in a, a similar situation adjacent to Kansas City. Okay. So with resources, yeah. I grew up in in suburbs. It was a really nice suburb. There was yeah. you know nice parks yeah. department. The police are well funded. You know, it's oh, not. The, it's the kind of they place have an where M-rap, rap, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah, they got a tank. You know, they roll yeah. out for the parade. They fire the cannon. Yeah, it's like there's. <laughs> If you fuck around there, you're gonna you're gonna get in trouble and like you're gonna end yeah. up going through and a hole. Snacks was from bunfuck nowhere, Z- Oklahoma, right? Like, yeah. you're not you weren't near a big city at all. Well, I mean, I, so when I had when I first my first appearance in court was when I was like 15 or 16. I this had, was youth court. No, I, I I went to big boy court. Like they, we didn't have a youth court. I have no idea what you guys are talking about at all. What did you steal? What'd I didn't steal shit. I got a fucking curfew ticket, bro. Um, so was it real? Yes, I said was the same thing. Illegal in this town Dude, too. What so, the fuck are you talking uh, about? So me and my, my you went to real court. Yes, bro. is this like one of those court. pilgrim laws? I keep yeah. hearing about. Like, are you Amish? Yeah, dude. So <laughs> I the fuck are you talking I, about? I, I me and my one of my friends snuck out one night and uh, we were hooligans. Yeah, one of my hooligan friends. Yeah, me and that kid got into a lot of trouble together. Uh, we walked a couple neighborhoods over to meet up with this girl that I was talking to and we're, we're sitting at this park bench and I see a cop drive by and then he just jumps the curb and I'm like, Oh, this mm-hmm. is going to be a fucking problem. So he shows mm-hmm. up and he's like, Oh, what's going on? And I'm like, we're just hanging out. And he was like, Oh, well, you know, the park's closed. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know that we'll be on our way. And he was like, wait, how old are you guys? And then like, just through the whole thing. And then he like, put me in handcuffs and fucking like frisk me and shit like that. Like I dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so he detained a child and then touched them a bunch yeah, yeah, for pretty much. being at the park. Yeah. At like, as a, I understand like, yeah, at like 11 o'clock. Uh, okay. So God, do I feel safe? Yeah. As a right. Result of that story. <laughs> so he gave me, he gave me and my buddy and the girl that we, that I'd met up with a curfew ticket. And then I had to show up to big boy court to, face this curfew ticket and i i don't know like as a kid i, I thought it you was have a lawyer no my mom was there though <laughs> uh yeah my mom <laughs> yeah yeah uh, <laughs> and so i had to sit there and he was like oh you know i could give you x amount of 
community service hours or I could, you know, this is an offense. Like a judge. Like an actual fucking old judge, yes. Um, And he was like, but since it's your first offense, I'm just going to make you pay the X amount of hundreds of dollars it costs. And I was like... How much was it? Do you know? I think it was like two to three hundred dollars, something like what that. What in yeah. the fuck? Yeah. So then they they steal from you. Yeah. They stole. Dude. They, so they detained... They touched and then they robbed a minor. That was yeah, it sounds like government. (laughs) Typical government business. Yeah, yeah, that's what they fucking do. And it's so crazy to me because like I did much more insane shit than that, and like I never like got in trouble for it. I'm like, but the first time I got in trouble was fucking being at a park when the sun went down, and I was like, this is fucking dumb. So So I, I have a, I have a funny story now too because that's kind of the trajectory for me as well i mean when i was younger i never snuck out or did anything or i i was honestly like a really good kid i just there was a lot of other shit going on throughout my childhood so my mantra was just fucking get small and just be ignored yeah, just don't same, be noticed yeah. at all and it, it'll identical be identical situation yeah but as i became a teenager you know the the like anger yeah. started to oh, really yeah. build oh yeah and it had to go somewhere bro and you know I, i'm lucky that i got busted for the street sign thing because ultimately it wasn't that big of a deal and if anything um you guys watch trailer park boys yeah oh, of course. yeah you know how they call jail con college? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, dude, this yeah. was like this was like me going to con college. Hell yeah. This was such an eye-opening, like educating experience of seeing how everything works. It completely readjusted my like risk, you know, risk reward ratio yeah, in yeah. my own brain. And the bad shit that I got up to after this is the kind of stuff that like I would have been fucking like prison. Yeah. Even, yeah. Minor or not, tried as an adult, gone to prison. I mean the statute of limitations is long up and I won't give specific examples, but I mean, we're talking about manufacturing home explosives. Hell yeah. yeah Basically dude. like, you know, a, a, a level of like almost domestic yeah, terrorism yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. Destruction of property. Um, I mean, just dude, like dist- destruction of, of property, treason, private light, yeah. and public <laughs> yeah, with bit of homemade IEDs. Dude, hell know, yeah. Like, you found out how to dude, make... you know how wet the ATF would get dude. to fucking get oh. their hands on something like that? Oh, they would Absolutely. love it. They, they would, would take it so out. seriously. Yeah, like, oh, they would. we're gonna get them. Oh my god. This child. Yeah. yeah. You know, fortunately, this is many, 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 many years ago. More than 20 years ago. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, the, the teen court thing was like, you show up, you get tried, and it's funny because my dad was an attorney. He's actually now a judge. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. And so he oversees felony cases in in a rural county near where I grew up. And um, so he like he deals with, you know, the shit. that kind of shit all yeah. the time. And it's fucking wild. Um, but the teen court thing, he was he was an attorney back then and so when that all went down he came in he went with me and so he was like you don't get an attorney for teen court because the stakes are so low and it's like not about that it's basically yeah. a community service program in and of yeah. itself okay so it's like it's adjacent i, I to, honestly think it's a pretty good idea mm, i think like, it's an amazing idea yeah i like it did show me the whole court thing and i hated it i was like wow oh my god don't want to do this again. i love i don't want to do this <laughs> i had a fucking great time because it was so like it was so once i found out that well first of all um during my case they started reading somebody else's case and it was like a shoplifting case from walmart or something dude and they get through this whole thing and this kid's sitting there 
And, you know, they're like, so how do you, how do you plea? Like, are you, are you, uh, you know, sorry about this or whatever? And I just kind of said, um, yeah, that's not my case. I'm the kid. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the one that stole the street sign. <laughs> and so like, so then this kid gets in trouble cause he like jumbled up the fucking kid and it was not hard. We only ever saw like five at a time. And so that's how it started. So it like interrupted the seriousness of the whole thing. And like, I mean, I was shitting my pants and yeah. my dad also was super nervous. He's like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen here. <laughs> um, I guess my kid's a criminal. I don't it's know. Like, you know. It's like, it's like, that con college thing is so dead on because I remember when I was doing those jury duties, because I maybe as a kid did a, a light bit of stealing. Yeah. And I, I was watching these jury, doing these jury duties, and I was like, man, you should not steal from Walmart or Target. Dude, they will get yeah, your, ass, your ass, dude. You up. Everybody there who stole was Walmart and Target. Dude, I was like, yo, all right, holy shit. You, you know, uh-huh. your, your dad, Wetzel being like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen is so funny. Cause like, it reminds me. So like, it's it, 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 and like, so, but like in for like, so for instance, like for competitive first person shooter games, uh, a lot of the times, like, very good playing people will play like low level lobbies and sometimes most of, like not all the time but they'll get their shit kicked in and it's because these low level players they are so erratic so and they yeah. play not like they're used to that it just gets the better of them and that's like your dad in that situation he's like I have no fucking idea what's gonna <laughs> go like, down what? yeah. it's, it's kid court I, I don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah. well and also he's not a criminal attorney he yeah. did like pr- he did probate stuff he did um, you know, like when people die they don't have an estate and someone's gotta set all that shit up and they gotta go that's like what his specialty okay. was. So like criminal of anything. He's like, I have fucking no know. idea, dude. Um, no idea. That's but crazy. yeah, so we go in there and they like fuck the cases up. And then I'm like, no, I'm the, I'm the idiot that stole the street sign. And they're like, okay. Now by this point I had, um, when I stole this particular sign, I realized I couldn't get away with it. So I threw it into a Creek. Nice. So after I got arrested, I went back and I fished it out of the Creek. Hell yeah. And I wrote an apology letter and I, taped it to the back of the sign and then i returned it to the parks and recreation building closest to my house hell very yeah nice. okay very nice and so i like had already done all i knew when i got in trouble for it i'm like i'm in deep shit so i need to get out in front of this fucking thing yeah, and start making yeah. this right mark and yeah. you know not and not dick around and wait and see what happens because that's what everybody else is going to do and that's how it just gets worse yeah so i took the initiative so i went in they finally read the right case and everything and they're like you know what's what's your fucking deal? And I told him, I was like, yeah, I mean, this is really embarrassing. Like, I honestly don't really know why I did it. Cause I already, I knew that I couldn't keep the sign and it was You're just like, really stupid. The front part of my brain just hasn't finished. Yeah. It's kind of gelatinous. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of had a little lapse, but I told him I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I threw it in the Creek, which is reflected in the police report. I went and fished it out and then I wrote an apology letter and then I also returned the sign to the parks department. And I think that they've received it. I don't know for sure, but that is what I have done. And so they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. So you leave the room and they deliberate and they say what you're going to, what's going to happen to you, like what your sentence is. And it can, it's a wide range of things, but the guaranteed sentence is that you have to participate in teen court. Uh, it's kind of like a probation type yeah. thing. And you have to go for, I don't know, it was like f- three weeks or four weeks or it's like a month, I don't know, whatever, not, yeah. not long. So I come back, they bring me back in and they read my sentence and they didn't charge me with anything. They nice. were like, you, you've already done, because one of the things we can do is make you write an apology letter. You know, there's like, there are these various like kind of petty forms of restitution yeah. or like apology or whatever. And um, 
I'd already done like three of the like 10 <laughs> things that we could do just like on my own. Hell yeah. And so they were like, yeah, whatever. I mean, you already wrote an apology letter. Like you already tried to make it right. Like obviously you're shitting your pants right now. So, you know, you're not being a hard ass about it, which is don't ever do that. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Fuck and no. You're trying to be like, hard yeah. at teen court, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, we had at least so hard thing you try. could do. We had so many kids try to be hard and we fucking raked them over the coals. <laughs> yeah. Bad. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was like, that's yeah. a long move. You gotta learn. Don't do that. You gotta, you learn. gotta learn. Or like, <laughs> act, yeah. act like you're fucking remorseful. Like, come on now. Like, right. See, like, that's then that's the thing, too. Like, when I, with like, the I at whole, least knew to pretend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, with the whole, like, because like, uh, I was like, that fight, I, I hated that guy. I was yeah. Like, I'd, I'd yeah, right. Yeah. The mouth Fuck him. Right now, it, this day, yeah, if exactly. I could. <laughs> right. But when you're at that point, you're already, like, fucked. So you're like, it, it does you no favors to just no. be, like, a dickhead. Like, it does you such dumb zero pride, favors. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude, dude yeah. that was, uh, I always remember that because I have a couple cousins that were born six weeks apart from me, too. So we were all born, like, you know every six weeks and so they grew up with me and i had a cousin who did a lot of the same devious licks as i but he was such a stupid swagger and asshole about it all the time it got him in so much trouble and i'm like dude if you just if you were just like ah you know Sorry. it would save you a fortune yeah, and yeah. i'm like no one thinks you're cool for doing this. Yeah. You're just fucking you're yourself fucking over. You're fucking yourself over. You're fucking your it's shit so up, bro. Crazy. Sometimes you got to tuck tail and just say, I'm sorry. He ended up selling uh, yeah. meth and then got kicked out of the state. Yeah, that'll so. do it. Yeah. It, 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 he was not on a good trajectory. That you know, and I think, I think one of the major differences is this sort of like this pathology about it, right? Where it's people that have that kind of attitude they want to be caught. It's that conflict. That's what's kind of like what they're looking for, whether they yeah, know it or not, that's you know, their they're, attention they're feeding yeah. off of it. Yeah. And it also in a weird way, you know, in some ways makes them capable of being the victim of the circumstances. Yeah. In yeah, some way or another. Yeah, Cause the judge is bullshit or the yeah. jury's bullshit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so it's just, you know, it's this whole like fucked up thing. Me, I learned how to get away with everything because I don't want the attention. I want to do yeah. bad shit. Yeah. I want to do the thing. Yeah, I want to yeah. do the thing. Doing the yeah. bad shit. And I want to do it I again. And I don't want to get caught. And the next thing's going to be fucking bigger. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah exactly. And we're going to blow up a whole fucking Ex restroom yeah. in the middle of the night somewhere. <laughs> and like, no one. And everyone's going to be like, there's just a whole abandoned. Never mind, it's the no. new 9 yeah. 11, you know? It's yeah. <laughs> crazy. All man. the buzzwords, dude. Fuck it. Who would have done that? You know what I mean? And I agree. But yeah, so I like that's when I started sneaking out of the house. That's when I started. But here's the other really weird thing about it too. Um, probably the last terrorist attack that took place was um, snacks and I are both. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was this. It was like a vigilante thing, right? Which one. So this final thing that I'll say. And it, as vague as possible, but the last, I think this was the final, like, m you know, experiment. Hurrah. Bombing. Yeah. <laughs> <Bomb>. <laughs> but basically there was this kid. Improvised um, firework. Let's call it at, that. Yeah, it, yeah. An improvised happy device. And yeah. so there was this kid at another high school and a friend, a mutual friend. Um, his younger sister was being harassed by this kid. And the mutual friend was confiding in me. I'm younger than the mutual friend. He was a few grades older than me. In, this is in high school. And he's just telling me about how, like, 
this kid's being really creepy and weird towards his sister and all this other shit. And I'm like, fuck that kid. Yeah. You gotta fuck him up. What kind of mailboxes yeah. he got? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. a shed in the backyard yeah. Yeah. like that. So I start giving this dude options. I'm like, we can do this, we can do this. And he was like, yeah, let's fucking, let's do that. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Here's the deal. We're going to meet at this time, at this hour. You're going to come pick me up. I didn't have a car. He had a car. I'm like, you're going to pick me up. I'll meet you out. I'll sneak out. I'll meet you out there. We'll get all this stuff and we're going to fucking, we're going to strike. And he's like, cool. So we do it. It's like three o'clock in the morning. I sneak out of the house. Harrowing experience. So annoying to sneak out of my house because my dad will wake up for like literally any reason at all. Dude, that's how and mine he, was growing up. He would patrol the whole house. Whoa. So sneaking out is like impossible. I just sneak out of the Dude, window in the a- den and then like crank it open. And there was some play in the crank so I could close it to make it seem like it was all the way closed, but I could get it back open with my yeah. fingers. Smart. And I had to like put my shoes outside and then put, you know, it was this whole fucking yeah, thing. Whole, whole ordeal. And this was the last time I snuck out. And this was at this point that my criminal behavior started to like change, you know, Fair. from you mean subside, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it didn't subside. It, it morphed into something else. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, not all heroes wear capes. Some wear socks kinda... and have to walk across lava rocks yeah. in the front as quietly as possible. <laughs> but yeah, dude picks me up. We go to this kid's house and then, and we just and we hit it. And Baby it was slick. Dude, it was big. <laughs> <laughs> it was big, bro. <laughs> And so then we leave and it seems like the kind of thing though, that you can't claim. So then he can't learn the oh, lesson. No, I never claimed it. Well, so how does the guy learn the lesson? If that's you're... not the point, <laughs> the oh. point that... is destroy. So just make his life a little worse. Yeah. The point is to, it's... it's so it can't, it's not technically terrorism because terrorism <laughs> is violence or for political, you know, whatever action. for political reasons. Yeah. This is not politically motivated, but it is about terror. It's about striking yeah, terror that's into fair. hearts and minds <laughs> that's of people that know what they've fucking done. All right. It's not about. Okay. That, that's true. I mean, it seems like one of those things that like you do it and, put two he, and two together. he knows that it's for him. Like he knows that like, maybe, maybe he's like, yeah. I did a bad and, Maybe and something crazy happened to my dad's but, car. Yeah. That's this is, weird. <laughs> yeah, this is the way I think of it. I think of it as this thing happens. And so the first thing that happens after that is, number one, there's a fucking police report. Number two, there's a lot of people asking questions about, do you have any enemies? Do you have any? Yeah. Like, whatever. You've been pissing I, anybody off lately? Yeah. To this day, I've never even met this kid, right? So Hell yeah, I, perfect. I have zero fucking connection. So far so removed. Can't be a suspect. Um, also, I've never talked about it outside of my close group of friends you know, <laughs> in public either until now. And so this, the statute of limitations yeah, is we're, long we're fucking We're well over. past that. We're well past the but statute of limitations. Either way, you know, people start asking questions like, so which one of you, what's up? Is it random or is somebody up to something? So I wonder, in hindsight, what did they learn about what everybody's been up to? Is there a mistress is there a side? <laughs> is there a sidecar somewhere? Right? Because <laughs> yeah. everyone's going to be there pointing the fingers. Yeah. Like, so, so who's drawing fire Dude, here? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> it, you know? Who's got an active beef? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. You know. So it's like that's so funny. That's crazy. He's like, it's my second family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Uh, yeah Everybody in that house is sweating because they've got they've got, they <laughs> got demons. And in then the it closet. never happens again, right? Yeah. Because. We all, I moved on living my, I forgot about it, honestly, for years until it kind of came up later. Um, 
but yeah. So the moral of the story is don't be a fucking pervert. And yeah, then, that's true. Know, that's very true. That's the that's the secret. It's crazy because my my uh, explosive story in my family was someone mailing a bomb to someone in my family. Ooh, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. It was. I was like, that's not. Don't nah, do it like don't, that. Yeah, that's a great they way. Blew to the get whole you. fucking house to pieces. Damn. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Oh my god. Christ. No, dude. It was this like, was like it was four sticks of dynamite. Damaged. Yeah. Oh, no. Four sticks of yeah. dynamite. Holy shit. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. My, my dad's first cousin was a baby who survived that explosion. Oh, I remember Jesus. you. I vaguely remember yeah. you talking about this, but I, I don't know if you told. It was the like whole a scorned story. lover, ex-lover situation, and he fucking sent it to the lady, and she opened it in the kitchen. Fucking it blew her off of her like like her feet were there. It blew That's her off crazy, of her feet. dude. Yeah. That's insane. Four sticks of dynamite took the whole top of the house off. Pieces of the house were landing like down the street and shit. Okay, he first was, of all, he was found outside like 20 30 feet outside of the house you know harmed and deaf yeah he's, he was deafened in one ear forever because of that but uh you know a baby and alive Damn. after dude uh, first of all it was at no point ever in my entire life was it an or goal to fucking hurt someone. no yeah, yeah yeah also no fire okay yeah no, not, yeah this we're talking like you know works and aluminum foil yeah 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 it's just a chemical gas reaction yeah yeah that will probably kill your lawn you know but is not is gen is not harmful to like really anything unless you get it in your fucking it's like a sparkler bomb yeah and not even it's less than that you know it's just a it's just gas in like it's like like a dry ice bomb yeah yeah exactly like a dry ice bomb yeah um you know no fire is a very good Rule of that's a good rule. A very good rule. Well, yeah, you can't control fire, dude. There have to be limits, right? Because at a certain point, you have to establish like what's what's the fucking goal here, you know? Yeah, because you don't want to accidentally kill someone. Yeah, right. That's fucking terrible. I mean, you don't want to kill anyone for any fucking reason. Yeah, yeah, but you especially don't want to go into something thinking this is my goal or we're just having fun or like, I just want to blow this trash can up or whatever. And then all or of a whatever. sudden someone, <laughs> someone catches some frag to the cranium yeah, and, then, and your whole fucking and they're life dead. is dead. We had, uh, we talked about Shit. that. There was a whole episode we did about this guy. They tried to do a gas fire in their house, but they turned it into basically a fuel air bomb and oh, yeah. like <sighs> blew up the whole house. And it like leveled the two houses next to the na- next to it and like fragged the whole neighborhood and started fires everywhere. Dude, like, oh my like, god, like an eight or ten ton explosion That's is basically cr- what they. Yeah, fucking like, insane, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, it was nuts. Yeah, I had like an entire summer. And also, just for context, um, moved on from a lot of the delinquent behavior. Very like I got it all out of my system really fast. Yeah, everybody yeah. has a fiery, explosive phase of the room. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And nobody, yeah. nobody was ever hurt yeah. by it. And that was never the point. And if the ATF or whoever comes knocking at my door, um, sorry you that can't. I was also a kid. Yeah, right. You were a kid, and I know you were doing that shit too. So don't blowing don't shit up, put the dude. Finger yeah, at me now, fuck buddy. off. I've been paying taxes and driving between the lines and driving the speed limit ever since then because it was, <laughs> yeah, the it was like after that. 
Yeah, it was after that period of my life that I was like, you know what? I got to stop doing shit like this because what's going to happen is eventually I am going to get in trouble and it's going to yes. be the fucking end of my life. Yeah. And why am I doing this? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what's why the fuck am I doing this shit? So now yeah. instead I have a therapist and I go talk to her and that's where I put all that fucking energy and it works. There's no more explosives. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, but yeah, you, you got to grow up sometime, I suppose. I got all the fingies still. Yeah, you know? which is good, and, which is very good. Uh, yeah, and I've got music and other shit, and you know I found other outlets for it, but it's just fucking. There's, I think everybody's got that kind of oh yeah that lawless time. I their, I don't necessarily trust anyone who didn't have a lawless time as right because uh, that means they're teenager. still doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like Come you on. you haven't gotten it out of your system, and you're still you're like some weird's gonna crack exactly. you open. You yeah, know? I'll yeah. Take, I'll take serial killer for five hundred. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And like I like I had you know my phase of blowing shit up. Uh, fire though was a definite like constant in my youth of like lighting. Uh, oh, dude, I I was obsessed. Dude, I even insane. started like collecting like lighters and yeah, zippers and yeah. all that shit. Like, I I even had like a bunch of different kinds of lighters, like the like the ones that were like matches. Yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I love yeah. those. Uh, yeah. Like there was one time we were in the creek behind the park in my parents neighborhood and uh, we were just lighting matches and throwing them places you know usual stuff and my friend steve threw an entire book of matches into this leaf pile and we thought we put it out so we went back to the park and we started duct taping my friend jacob to a pole and then the fire department showed up and we were like uh oh shit (laughs) and had to cut him out of it and took off yeah apparently we didn't exactly put it out uh, oh, and it started quite my dad, <laughs> my dad we'll told me this story where we'll he made that. like one of those those like you, you know balsa planks with some candles on it and and he like made it flying in the sky he said he said it flew away and then just started a fire i was like what what are you gonna do it just starts a fire bud and, you know what what am i yeah. gonna do about that i was like well yeah that seems yeah you just launched candles into the sky yeah, what did you yeah. what did you expect it's like those those Chinese lanterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot. Like, a lot of my delinquency was also just like fighting in general. Mm-hmm. Like we made, we made. Mm-hmm. I made a lot of dry ice bombs because, like, my brother worked at uh, this store called Warehouse Market that was right by mm-hmm. our right by our house. Is like a uh, for those who don't know, it's like a a, a great value Walmart. Um, mm-hmm. And he would just, I'd go in there while he was working. I'd just steal things all the time, and then he would sell me like just two pound blocks of dry ice. So we would just fucking all day be out there making bombs and shit like that. But uh, yeah, really dumb. But a lot of the, uh, the delinquency of my childhood was, was just fist fighting. Uh, Mm -hmm. and I was fortunate enough, you know, fortunate for me and not for my brother. My brother was super into like, and it's one of the reasons I was so straight edge is because he was super into like drugs and stuff like that and party and all that. And he, you know, fucked his life up. He's doing great now. But at that time he was fucking his life up. And I saw that and was like, don't want any part of that. I'm going to go be a delinquent doing other things. And yeah. those other things were making dry ice bombs and fighting people and like uh, getting into giant group fights with who the fuck ever, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was from the burbs. They didn't do that. They don't yeah. There was like very little fighting. Also, no. I didn't really have many, if any, friends. I had like maybe three or four people that. It- I even fucking knew. Yeah. And one of them was my neighbor from across the streets. So if you take him out of the equation and his two brothers, yeah. the circle shrinks. <laughs> You're like, wait, fuck. Yeah. Drastically. <laughs> it kind of made, it kind of made me like the perfect 
the perfect criminal in that aspect. It's like no one knew the fuck yeah, I no, was. No, no, no I didn't talk to anyone. You I'm, know, they just at school I was totally fucking silent for the most part and didn't speak to anyone. I just like did my fucking homework and did whatever. And then you know, so occasionally I, I was good that shit, dude. So I was emo. I was not, bro. Like everybody fucking. Well, I also went to an alternative school, so it was like less people there. So obviously, people knew who I he was. He was a big fish in a small yeah, pond dude, yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> You're goddamn right. Uh, What's up? Well, it's an alternative school. Uh, alternative he didn't know about them either. Oh, okay. So alternative school. I really school, did think that was like just a I thought it was a common thing too. term, yeah. Um, so usually alternative school is like a place where people who are not doing well in regular big school system. Um, so they, they have uh, a smaller school called an al- usually an alternative school. And the class sizes are smaller. You get more one-on-one time with teachers. You... Uh, you know, a regular high school, you have six periods in one day. Well, at alternative school, you got two. And then it's called blocks. And every block, you change classes or, or, or uh, subjects. And uh, my alternative school was like that. It was like a lot of kids who were there were having problems in regular school or like recovering dropouts or whatever. But the only difference between mine and like a normal alternative school is like you had to apply and like you had to do an interviewing process and get accepted. And Uh, I, for the most part was like a good student. I like got A's and B's except for like fucking in math. Cause I'm terrible at math. I got, I got A's and B's and like, I never, never caused any problems at school. It was always outside of school. Cause I knew if I caused mm -hmm. a problem at school, my mom would be pretty pissed off and that's not the wrath I wanted to deal with. Um, so I would, you know, so I ended up, my brother went to alternative school and he really liked it. So I started going to alternative school and, Mm -hmm. uh, I, so, and the, and because of that, I had a lot of friends who were a lot younger than me. So when I first started going was my freshman year, they were split up into two different schools. It was the junior high alternative school, which was seventh, eighth and ninth graders. And there was the high school alternative school, which was ninth or I'm sorry, 10, 11 and 12th graders. And so I had a lot of friends. I was in ninth grade. So I had, all my friends were pretty much younger than me. So that's where uh-huh. a lot of my fights came from was them getting into fights. And, you know, I was the kind of person that's like, if we're friends and you're not a fighter, I'll fight for you. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking fight anyone. I don't care. So a lot of the fights came from me, you know, a lot of, and a lot of these kids lived around my neighborhood. You know, I would like get a call from somebody and be like, Hey, so-and-so who is like known for being a dickhead is like following me around and antagonizing me saying he wants to fight me. And I'm like, okay, I'll be there in a second. And then I would just go get into a fucking fight. Um, and then I had the schools. The school was so, so on top of fights in the burbs. They not, don't let that not shit at ours. happen at all. Not at, at all. That was why I got in fucking youth court. And it was barely a fight. You know, I, I couldn't believe I had even a barely a fight in high school that I got suspended for. And I was like, please don't make that into a bigger thing. Damn, dude, that's crazy. I was so worried they were going to do it. Cause like my, my, my stepdad, when my mom married my stepdad, we moved into the suburbs and that, I mean, like, you know, I, I grew up or I was born in this fucking shitty little town called Amalgi. And then we moved to Tulsa when my mom married my stepdad when I was like five. And I basically grew up, I grew up my entire childhood there. And uh, it was the suburbs, but like the school system fucking sucked ass. So they just didn't really give a shit unless it was sports related. Um, and then I also hung out. Once I started being able to drive, I hung out with a lot of like DJs on the other sides of town. And like I had a one group of friends that I hung out with every weekend. Uh, it was like me, this dude Robbie, tires. 
Brian uh, and Raymond and Jake, who's my my friend that passed away. Um, and we would just go be fucking DJs. Like I remember one time, uh, just some up country from DGens, up country, huh? yeah, DJs, dude. But one time, I guess like there was a group of guys that was talking shit, and then they were talking shit to our group, and so they were like, "Let's meet behind the Sonic," and we show up. Like I'm giving like six people in my Buick LaSabre a fucking ride to this, you know, fight. And there's like 20 of us behind this Sonic and people who were at Sonic at the time were now peeking over the fence to watch this. And it was just like one-on-one, like I think like tires beat the shit out of this guy. Like all the people in our group won their fights, which is great. And then they called the cops and I was cleaning my car out like the next day. And I just kept finding like knives in between my seats. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. But yeah, we got into, uh, surprisingly a lot of like trouble, but never like any official trouble. Oh, it was a yeah. good time. It was a real good yeah, time. Yeah, that's pretty good. Nah, it, it didn't like that out here. No, I guess it, Oklahoma just uh, sucks a little more. It, no, that, uh, absolutely. They just let the children beat each other more. Uh, 100%. Yeah, that, I mean, because, you know, out there, they're like, oh, you know, that's just being a kid. You're going to get into fights, and you're going to do this, and you're going to do that. And uh, But they will fucking give you curfew tickets for being out past a certain hour. And I was Did fortunate. Did you know that the Reservation Dogs show is based, like the town is based off of Oak Mulgee? Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be Oak Mulgee specifically. That's not, I, that, I, now, now that you mention that, that makes sense. Cause that I, is, I remember reading that in an interview. I was like, oh shit, that's that really cool. That is what Oak Mulgee is like. That makes perfect not great. sense. Not great. They don't, make, not, they don't make it look great. No, not great at all. It is, it is, there ain't a fucking thing in that town, bro. Not did a you, goddamn thing. Did you send Wetzel the playlists? I did send Wetzel the playlists. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about them. Did I didn't you, listen to it. No, no, no! Oh, yeah. You, they were mostly for you to just look at them. so you could see while we were talking about it what was what was on them. But uh, I've listened through yours. Did you listen through mine? I did. Yes, all of it. Yes, all of wow. it. Wow. Yeah, all day today, six hours. Six oh, hours. Six it. hours. Yeah. Six. Yeah, hours. I did a hundred songs. Yeah. Um, but you gave me th- i listened to all of yours today as well it yeah was, yeah i yeah. mean i didn't get i gave you like the like the give me three and a half hours yeah i gave you hours. the 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 pop punk cliff notes and because i sent Wetzel your playlist and i was like well here's the playlist i made him but you already probably know every single one of these fucking songs uh because it's in your wheelhouse oh dude so i shared them on the on the pod on the insta and someone who i won't name because they know who they are was like which one is which? Are and I'm like, you shitting me? Holy fucking <laughs> Christ. I couldn't have made them more clear. They were literally labeled Goose's playlist for snacks, Snacks's playlist for Goose. Oh and then they're God. named for the person that they're for. And they're like, which one's which? I was, and then one was just full of pop punk and the other Dude, wasn't. I was like, just you're think insane. About it. Yeah. Just, just you, use your noggin. <laughs> just. So the what's so the point of this was originally I wanted Snacks to try to. Sh- Show me pop punk and and whatnot that was good because I don't like it generally. Yeah. I really I've not typically been he does not a big fan. So he gave me what I so I was gonna ask: Is this like tailored to me, or is it like these are the pop punk bangers? Uh, I mean, it's it's partially tailored to you off what you told me, like the songs that I sent you that you said. Oh you liked. yeah, right. But a lot of those are like pop punk bangers. Like there's a few in there that are ninety eight songs. Yeah, yeah. 
For, yeah, that was mine. Yeah, the one that Goose made. All right, keep going. I'm just going to start. I'm going to breeze through some of these. Yeah, so it's 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 tailored to you, but they are like the bangers. Uh, okay, so do you want to hear the songs that I liked through it first? Yes. I, I just I just basically as I went through, I would like them so I could go through my like list and just rattle them off. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Starting with here. Did you give me this one? Kenny Hoopla? Was that yeah, you? Yeah, Kenny Hoopla. Okay. Yeah, that was How me. I Will Rest in Peace If I'm Buried by a Highway. <laughs> I had to wait for it to scroll. Uh, I like that song. I thought that was pretty good. Actually, let me pull it up on here so I can click on him to remember him. Kenny Hoopla um, is great. He is He's like a new up-and-coming pop-punk artist. Um, and he's killer. Oh, shit. Love Kenny Hoopla. What are you looking at? What? Did, when I clicked on that, could you guys hear no, it? Uh-uh. Was it? Oh. I could not. But uh, Oh, yeah. it's playing it on my phone. That's nice. so okay, okay. I was I clicked it on my computer and it played it on my phone, so I was confused. So then um I noticed that I and I kind of forgot, I do like some forty one. I yeah. I do. I, I kept going through and I'd be like, Oh, this song's cool. It's some forty one. Some forty one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was fat lip. And uh, what was that other one? Uh, in too deep. In, in too deep. Also, dude, I went and j- listened to "I'm Just a Kid," and like those songs sound very identical. similar. I, very like similar. when I sing, "I'm in too deep" in my head, uh, and "Life is a Nightmare" is like yeah. right after. Yeah. I'm like, wait, no, no, very, no. very similar different song. songs. Um, and then so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go back and listen to more uh more. Some 41 and like listen to their albums yeah and that's what i'm gonna so this was my first go through of the songs and then i'm gonna go check out the artists and the albums uh, uh that were associated then uh welcome home Co- coheed and cambria uh, coheed and cambria i was Banger. like okay i kind of dig this yeah i, I do cambria fucks dude um a downfall of us all by a day to remember yep banger that was pretty good yeah that one Oh yeah, that one had a really fucking gnarly breakdown yeah. at the beginning. Downfall of us all it, fucking rips, dude. Rips. Yeah. I like when they and the thing is I hate when they do those fucking badass fucking breakdowns and they're like, My heart breaks yeah, right after. Yeah, I was like, I get that. Come on. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> I was like, ultimately I just like metal more, yeah. you know. But yeah. and that was one thing I was finding when I was listening to those. I really like this like there's Hella good guitar licks. And oh, yeah. It's great guitar stuff. Um, I also recently was shown the band Fantagram. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but I've Fantagram. been big into Fantagram. I was, okay. They sound so cool. So, anyway, from your playlist, Newfound Glory, My Friends Over You. Banger. That one, that was one of the ones that I was like... I'm going to go check out these guys because I don't hate their sound, but they do sound a lot like most yeah. pop punk. I mean, stuff. a lot. Most pop punk. Is it? That, un- okay, go ahead. Most pop punk from that era sounds the same. They have the that's same. That's exactly what like, I was going to ask. You. Voice I was like, is that understood? Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, we Own the Night by Dance Gavin Dance. Banger. Yep. Dance Gavin Dance, I was pretty into. Yeah. Dance Gavin Dance is uh, good. I'm going to check out more of them. Uh, all that I've got by the used. Yeah, another banger, dude. It's that one's pretty good. It's yeah, cra- it's I, crazy because like the used with this whole so, like 
pop punk and emo revival i figured the use would make a bigger comeback than they have and it just hasn't really worked out that way like that album that uh uh all that i've got on is a great album the taste of ink is another good really really good song i think that's from a self-titled album but uh they kind of remind me of weirdly like early weezer uh and i don't hate it yeah i was kind of i was into it are are the songs that i'm listing surprising you at all or do you feel are you like yeah that makes sense a little bit of both like okay. like all that i've got's a little surprising um especially like the, like the heavier fast paced stuff yeah, yeah that's not a fast paced heavy song I, at all i obviously had to add i miss you that's yeah, song duh, obviously yeah. uh dude I, I love the offspring i didn't know that shit would count it was like you're going to go far kid i was like oh yeah i fucking love this banger, song dude. Yeah. banger i didn't they count they're in the same wheelhouse. Well, you fucking added, uh, you added. Fucking- so I was gonna tell you on my playlist. I by the end of it, I was like, I just this is just music. I'm gonna, I want snacks to just try. It's okay. not rap. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, That's I did I do that. But so the offspring, I was gonna ask. Yeah, they are not. They're uh, specifically they, pop. Punk, I wouldn't say they're, they're specifically adjacent. pop punk, but they're pop punk adjacent. Yeah. When you play the offspring, when you play this song at emo night, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not usually would you play any other not usually, but I would I, I I could see myself playing the Offspring at Emo Night. Um, um, I don't know. I'd probably only play like their mega hits. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be in love by Good Charlotte. That song I listened to it so much it's as a so kid. Good, dude. I, I dude, I was like instantly transported to my iPod Shuffle listening to this song. I was like, oh shit! I haven't yeah. heard this song in 17 years. It's so good. So uh, then Freaks by Surf Curse. Surf Curse is great. Yeah, Freaks is a banging song. Hold on. Let me just. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I really yeah, like that one. Like their vocals the most. Yeah. Because he didn't sound like a whiny little bitch true. the whole time. Uh, I Don't Want to Be Blind by Turnstile. Banger. Turnstile fucks. That one, I feel like you would know that I'd like yeah, this song. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's that's a, a safe bet. Feels Bad Man by Dance Gavin Dance Again. That album, uh, that album that Feels Bad Man is on is good. It's uh, I think you should give that album a listen. Um, yeah, I mean, I you know I pulled twenty songs out of there. That's pretty good. That's pretty no, good. Yeah, that's that. Uh, no, absolutely. You, I mean, what do you have like fifty in there? Forty in there? Yeah, something, like something around there. Thirty yeah, so, to fifty. Yeah, well, roughly half. Not too bad. I was into it. I, those uh, were good. I'm gonna. I'll get into the albums next, and I'll tell you what I think. I like that the first song you put on there, the intro, is something about drinking water. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, this motherfucker. Okay, okay. I mean, I like Mick Jenkins is my favorite rapper. Like, yeah, he's yeah. No, I I really rapper, like yeah. that song. I I mean, I'm already gonna say that my favorite out of the entire playlist was Ice Cold Bishop. Uh, that's fair yeah uh, the government that, gave us guns yeah dude yeah. yeah that song is so fucking mean dude. okay so while you guys have been talking i started with that song i saw the title and i was like oh yeah all right absolutely. that sounds cool and then i saw the name ice cold bishop and i'm like that's hard as fuck dude, so i'll start album, this track the album is insane yeah yeah so i started listening to that one and i so now i just started making a playlist i was <laughs> like all right well time to make a playlist Fuck it, why so not? i've just been sitting here making a playlist of all of these. I, I got nine songs in it now. Dude, I, dude I, yeah, I, I, Ice Cold I, Bishop is 
are. I really like hateful, like fucking just degen rap. Like, music to spray dude, ops to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Music to spray ops to. I fucking love that shit. Like City Morgue and fucking, uh, you know, obviously the boys, Suicide Boys. The uh, boys, uh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Such good music. So, um, so I had, I did try to go for that kind of with some of them. I, not, I didn't do too much spraying ops music, yeah. but, um, if you're into that, I can make you one. I could do that too. But what else? Anything uh, else? I mean, shit. Slime shit by Young Thug. Banging songs. Bang song. Yeah. Dude, I love. So, like, Young Thug's one of my favorite rappers too. He's in my top three. And I love showing people, like, I know every Young Thug song. Yeah. And I love seeing what Young Thug song hits for people because <laughs> they're so, so different, different and crazy. Yeah. He has, he has really, really wide, diverse, like, sound. So, yeah. Slime shit, that's a good one. That is a banger. Uh, S on Your Chest by Injury Reserve was really good. Hell yeah, uh, dude. Oh, my God. And then, let's see. Uh, I really like Trilla by ASAP Rocky. Uh, okay that one was that's a really fair good one. That, that one to me it felt like a sure bet yeah like, that song that is perfect song is fucking yeah. slapped uh and you had not heard that before no uh-uh oh damn you got to hear trilla for the first yeah, time that's it so was cool. really good uh and then vaporized by sub focus is another song that's not yeah. rap that you added banging song i was like I was yeah like, Fuck I, yeah. I, I remember show us when we were at the gun yeah, show the and gun i put show, that song yeah. on at random well, yeah well you well so we were well, the story is we were at a gun sh- show this is like not one of the first times we've ever hung out but it was like one of the first times we actually did and like went went somewhere and did something together um outside of like being in lawrence kansas yeah and, that's true and we were in the car and i forgot I, we, I think we took my car and then we were about to get out and you played rocket by sub focus on your phone and i had been looking for that song for years like years it's an been, electronic song yeah, and you can't there's no words to look Google it up it. yeah so because i had it on my old mp3 player in school and i don't remember where i found it from and uh i like like the day like a couple days even before that happened i was googling that trying to find that song and you played it and i was like holy shit i was like what the fuck is the name of that song because i've been looking for it um and it's it's like a random 2011 dude, electronic yeah. song or no no it's from 14 years ago so 2009 insane. like the odds of me playing that insane uh lack lack is another good song i like that yes one. By by big, big crit. Crit. hell yeah. yeah yeah uh fucking banging song that sounds pretty sexy, honestly. Dude, yeah, we love a good sexy song. Um, let's see, what else? Um, I'm not super crazy about Flatbush Zombies. Uh, really? Yeah. So I was going to ask, who did you not like, just dislike? I there, I didn't I didn't dislike any of them. I just really, uh, yeah. Like I will say, so most of yours were like. I was like, eh, I just don't like this. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. but that one song I screenshotted you, If It Means a Lot to You oh, by a Day to Remember. remember. Yeah. So I was doing the dishes while that song was playing, and, and like, my hands were wet and soapy, and I was, like, screaming at this song. I was like, it, shut the fuck yeah. up. Like, it, I, oh, my God, please. It's, that it's, song uh, fucking hits an emo night. I like it. I, I like that song, but that. I like whiny, screamy shit. That's um, the only song that I was like, that's awful. That's fair. Uh, but I skipped nothing else. I, I didn't. I, I, I Flatbush Zombies just isn't really, I don't know. Interesting. I, I'm not into it. I, 
Really? They're even, good. Uh, They're good. Death One is a good song. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that okay, song. Okay, that was the one. Yeah. I was like, you don't like that song? Yeah. so spooky. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I like that song. I just, Flatbush Zombies, I don't know, isn't really okay. my speed. That makes sense. Um, Earth Gang Fucks, yeah, Earl Sweatshirt, obviously great. Um, Shakedown by Danny Brown was good. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that song just came out. That whole album was awesome. Those are the love. ones that, that stuck out to me. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh... Dang, okay. I'm just trying to... You didn't... Uh, nothing like Zach Fox didn't hit for you? Oh, I actually... Look, I was scrolling through the playlist and saw that and was going to mention that, and then I got caught up with talking about Flatbush Zombies. So, uh, fight, Can't Fight the Devil is a good song. I prefer that over Holding On, but yeah. Holding On still a good song. Um, so, like, he, he made... Zach Fox is in... Um, He's an actor. He's a comedian. He was in uh, Abbott Elementary. He, oh, okay. you, I don't know if you've seen yeah, that show. Yeah, yeah, Or maybe it's just, I don't know what it's called. But uh, he's like a goofy brother, or he's like a goofy boyfriend who like ends up becoming a rapper for children in the show. Oh, nice. And then he, so he kind of does like, he did an album of like punchline raps that are pretty good. Like he's pretty funny and the songs are pretty good. But then he just did this EP that had Can't Find the Devil on it and like a few other songs. It's like, just awesome R and B, like sexy Dude, music. Yes. You're like, what? Yes. Why did amazing? It was so like good. it was just like when fucking Gambino oh, yeah. released Awaken My Love. You're like, oh, oh, shit. oh shit, you know? Uh no, and, yeah, it was really good. Obviously Maxo Cream, worthless Maxo Cream fucks. You like yeah. that so, song? What's up with Zach Fox and like the the mixes on these songs are really interesting to me. I think First he's just all, kind of an amateur. Well, in Mind Your Business, the vocals are like only in the fucking left track. It's oh. like it's like left center. Um, oh, so it's all like the spatial aspect of the mix is all fucking crazy. Yeah, like in Mind Your Business, his voice is like weird. I wonder. Oops. I mean, even if he is an amateur, it's I set to like seventy percent left. That's weird. The, weird. <laughs> the cover art is a, his feet holding a cigarette in front of a plate of empty chi- like chicken wing bones. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, the Albin says, "Shut the fuck up, talking to me." So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not really taking on goofing on that shit. Yeah, but even I'm ripping "Can't Fight the Devil" here, and I hear kind of a lot of the same thing. It's like a lot of the audio design is super spatial. Oh, that kind of like synth line is that's not something moving across from one speaker to the other. Like, but then some of the auxiliary vocals are either hard panned or just in one side. Oh, neat! That's a good perspective. I mean, you're talking to someone who's made music for yeah over a decade. Over. Did you like? Um, hold on, I'm trying to see Isaiah Rashad or Freddie Gibbs. I liked Freddie Gibbs. I didn't. Okay. I didn't dislike Isaiah Rashad. I but I liked. But he wasn't. He, but it wasn't like right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Freddie, dude, Freddie makes music unlike anybody else. Oh yeah, man. he's yeah, he's so good. All right, well that's pretty good. I mean, you got some good, good ones take. in there. Good takeaway. Yeah. From that. Good takeaway. From yeah. That. Definitely. Do you think you'll listen to more any of those dudes? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely listen to more Ice Cold Bishop. And oh yeah, yeah. I mean he right, only yeah. has that one album and then a bunch of singles. Okay. Um, but. Like I'm gonna keep an eye out on him yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then fucking give more of Young Thug a listen. Oh, uh, I mean, he's only got like four to six hundred songs. Yeah, out, so. only four to six hundred songs. Only four to six hundred songs. Uh, how long have we been at this? Almost two hours, dude. Dude, Ice Cold Bishop only has fourteen thousand followers on Insta. Oh no shit! 
You're like way more famous. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking think, he makes banging no. music. That's crazy. He does. He really does. Yeah. Oh my um, god. And if you like really listen to what he's saying on that album, like he's really saying some shit. He talks about like some really harrowing stories, and he has like he has a really interesting way of like looking at things and framing things. Like it's really cool. It's it, he's a great great fucking artist to keep an eye out for hell yeah i'll have to fucking uh take a gander uh, uh oh yeah and he works with uh boldy james a lot boldy james is another rapper i like a lot okay i'll fucking not forever yeah, I, there's yeah, one boldy james song on there but i didn't put too much on there because he's like a very slow uh, slow okay. rapper yeah i like fast hateful stuff yeah like, yeah he's he's kind of like a yeah he's on a different different wave uh, um but yeah, we're so we're at like two hours, which is, we usually end at one forty. Uh, okay, Wetzel, do you have I'm anything good. fucking going on? Any new stuff you're working yeah. on to promo or anything like that? Yeah, we should do that, I guess. Um, yeah, I've got a bunch of shit in the pipeline. Um, shit I'm in gonna, the pipeline right yeah. on our podcast. Yeah. Um, so basically, we have another ep that's still being mixed hopefully it's gonna be wrapped up here shortly okay. we just started writing on something even newer and Ooh. then all my boys were actually just in town no shit um the last two weeks casey well, from uh, casey said he ran into you guys yeah, yeah yeah he was in town he had a day off when he was out with theory and skillet oh no shit okay. and um so yeah and it just so happened he was like 15 minutes away oh nice so he dude. hit me up and i was like dude come over Hell yeah! Um, well, because I texted, so he, I texted Chris like while he was down there with you. I forgot, I f- totally forgot what I texted him about. I think I, it was we usually text about music every now and again. So I think it was that, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm out here hanging with Wets and fucking, we got an Airbnb and we're just writing and stuff like that." And I was like, "Hell yeah, yeah, that's awesome." Yeah, so we got a whole bunch of other stuff going. We shot a ton of content. We shot some new promos and stuff. But yeah, I mean, 2024 is going to be a big music year for us. Um, we are we don't have an agent anymore so we're probably it, not gonna be going on tour anytime soon yeah it's pretty much just you running the entire show now correct uh kind of yeah us our manager kyle and i have just been sort of qb everything for several years um we had an agent but after this last just after this kind of last year we've were nothing like bad happened or anything is it um, like a cut in the middleman situation out or like or is no it, you know what I mean? it's nothing like that we just want to try something really different and kind of radical yeah. and there's no we don't like an agent's not going to work for it kind of in a okay. we're in a way it's like we're basically doing the job that he would have done but you know without going into too much detail because yeah. honestly the details are boring and not exciting and all but we want to do something kind of really different okay and you don't need an agent to do it, so he would basically just not do, be doing be anything doing anyway. Anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we were nothing. like, "All right, hey man, we're gonna we're just gonna kind of call it here, and we're gonna and we've had a lot of other shit kind of come up um, in the last like six months or so. So we're sort of um, we're kind of remaking a lot right now, and like very much kind of rebuilding what we have. And we've also been we're we're wrapping up our second EP cycle since coming back. And we've done a lot of like research and experimentation as, you know, snacks as you and I've talked about yeah. with the long time, no CEP. Oh yeah. The marketing for that was fucking mayhem. Right. And we just went to war with the internet in like a big way. Uh-huh. 
And um, then we did another cycle where we didn't do that. And we wanted to see like, what is it, what is it like if we run kind of a more traditional thing? Yeah. And so now we've sort of wrapped up our, you know, we finished our report. Yeah. yeah our experiment. And we're like, okay, cool. Back to violence. Yeah. Back to, where, yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what we're working on. So that's um, to say uh, what to look forward to. Specifically for attack attack. Yeah. Specifically sure. for yeah, attack yeah. attack. Yeah. So we are, we're going back to like the violent marketing. Good. Good. You know, as you should. And I uh, mean, your revival has so, been pretty fucking good from everything I've seen. Like it's been, you know, fucking the whole, I mean, there's a whole pop punk emo revival happening, but like sure. attack attack coming back on the scene. I don't think anyone expected that. And I think it went really well for you guys from what I can see on the outside looking in, you know, we've talked about yeah. it for a little, we've talked about it together for a little bit, but like just being mm-hmm. as a, 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 a prospector or whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, it's been, um, it's been a fucking experience, but the things that have been successful have been extremely successful, you know, during this entire, during this entire time I've been building my record label on top of that. So now I have this like awesome roster of bands Nice, and that's a whole fucking business. And then the attack attack thing is going and it's an entire business now again, which is great. And, um, you know, the whole goal is to create, is to be the band that does shit that other bands just can't do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, and that's just, that's the whole point. Like that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it interesting. That's yeah. what makes us competitive. Especially in is, such a saturated market. Like you got it, right. you got it, you have to, like you, you got yeah. it. And that's what I was saying earlier about, you know, the, there was just kind of nothing going on in music. I meant metalcore and like metal music. Yeah. There was just this massive no man's land of just no fucking fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's just kind of been that way for a while. So I know there's a very serious, you know, fucking veiny cock mentality yeah. about a lot of these bands that have either grown up in this space or moved out of it, gone into rock, whatever. I don't know. It just, it doesn't impress me. It's very, it's kind of boring. And I remember how much fun the warp tour, like the, the heyday warp tour years were. Um, and how like there was this kind of overwhelming sense of community that spread out across all these different genres. And there was this, like, I, it was cool. It was fucking cool. Yes. And it was trendy back in the day when you could, you know, sell out a show with all local bands on the bill. Um, yeah. Right. Stuff exactly. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts and it was cool. And, and, um, so I think we lost a lot of that. And I think that it's all become very boring and, you know, kind of formulaic and very corporate in a lot of ways. I agree. And, you know, so my goal is to, is to break through that and to find a way to, um, attack attack is my Guinea pig. Like as I build my giant corporate, you know, fucking record label, yeah, yeah. Do, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, just can't, you know, when I take the suit off and put the American apparel back on, I'm like, yeah, it's cool guys. I'm one of you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I mean, it's my goal is to figure out what the medium, what the, what, what is it like to make these two things meet in the middle to where I can create a business mm. that makes it so that bands can continue to be spontaneous and be who they want to be and not just like, well, we got to do an album. We got to do this. Yeah. Thing, we got to do that thing. Yeah, we got whatever. You got to get, you got to be on tour. Stuff like that. You got to, you know, yeah. this and this other yeah. fucking thing and all these other things. And now I hate myself and now it's fucking boring. Beef about like that intersection of things is like specifically how albums have changed their structure in, in response to streaming habits. Yeah, and I, I hate that that we are changing the structure of albums 
so we can try to like get people to pay attention yeah. for four seconds. I'm uh, like, fuck that, dude. Oh, I don't. Yeah, that's well, one thing. That I, I mean, and I know that's the game, and I know that's what you got to do, but uh, I, I hate that we have to respond to it like that. Yeah. Well, you know, if people had the attention span and consume albums, we'd still make them. I know, know? to sit and listen to the third an song album. on an album. Yeah. 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 Uh, now they. That's why that, they front load them, and that's why they put so many songs on albums now. Yeah. It's right. Just, Trash. Now that is capitalism. That yeah. is called free market forces, right that's, there. You can't sell yeah. what people won't fucking buy. Yeah, like, you know, true. it's just that's just the way it is. But yeah, so I mean, that's what we've got coming up is going back to. Um, we had so much fun with that one campaign. I mean, don't get me wrong; like Dark Waves was fucking awesome, and it's it is it is something incredibly special, and everything Bangin'. about it is something that we've never done before. And Dark there's a ton of like is... really cool shit that I'm super proud of Dude, on it. Dark Waves is crazy, um, bro. Chris's yeah. vocals are insane. I thought I thought he was another person. I thought you guys had a guest yeah. feature on that song because it yeah. sounded so fucking different. Um, it was yeah. aw- incredible. I fucking loved love Dark Waves. Yeah, and I think you know honestly, I think we tried too hard on that one, <laughs> it, on that side of things, um, yeah. to where it was like, I don't know, I just it was missing that spark. It was missing the conflict that we were able to like get and foster. And I mean, we had the whole feud with Wendy's, and we had that thing on our quit your bullshit <laughs> when I fucking accidentally destroyed that kid in the comments and then it hit buzzfeed and shit like yeah. i'm sorry like i'm sorry whoever you are i'm totally sorry that you had to delete your facebook account. you should have <laughs> fucking known what you're talking yeah. about right like it's not my fault that you were you know so there was just so much fuckery going on with that like we did an ama on reddit and th- all the comments like oh you guys are fucking brave for dude. that and yeah. we're calling people dipshits in the comments and stuff like dude we were just unhinged and it was, <laughs> it were, and it was so much fun. It was super funny. I mean, it's to the point now where like our comment sections on Facebook and shit are night and day difference. Before that campaign, it was a mess. If we posted anything, I'm not kidding. Seventy percent of the comments just "fuck you, you suck." Like literally, just all negative. Yeah. When we came back into the mix and just started fucking swinging on people. And like running the memes and the whole Kawaii Cowboys thing, oh, where man. I basically like I went out to all of the scene, like you know, influencers and press outlets, and I was like, "Listen, I got a scam. Are you in?" And they were like, "Yes, hell yeah!" And we put together this whole thing, and I was like, "This new thing is going to change metalcore forever." And it was <laughs> like, "Oh no, what is it?" And it was that, that yeah, and it was. Like, yeah, it was so through all of that. Now our comment sections are all like nice. And I'm like, what happened? Did we, are people fucking, are they scared or I, did we just finally earn their respect or is it a little bit of both? Saying, I think it's really, a little bit of know. both. I mean, it's one of those things now, like, like doing any kind of traditional marketing, marketing, especially in like the scene that you're in is just going to get a fuck you. Like people are like, fuck you, yeah. you suck. Like, it's like I set yeah. my friends on fire going to war with fucking when we were young fest. Um, yeah. Yeah. Skyrocketed those dudes back into, you know, like not the mainstream, but like into people's you know conversations so i feel right. like the the gorilla fuck you like we're coming for blood marketing is is definitely the way to go is a hundred percent the way to go yeah so we're i mean dude some of the ideas we're kicking around right now are are i'm gonna start doing it on the fever podcast dream. for the insta yeah do, do <laughs> it do sort it. of being combative against everybody yeah yeah uh you dude, know, and it's not even just about that it's just being creative is creating yeah. conflict that people feel compelled to participate in. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. So my, my next move here is going to be, um, to do the same thing again, but way bigger, way bigger. And the only way to do that is to get more people involved. 
So I'm basically at this point working on, you know, with the team coming up with an idea of how do we create like a pre-marketing campaign that is itself a bait and switch, but turns into a recruitment funnel Damn. to basically build, you know, essentially a street team to run the next scam. Right. Hell so yeah. you have no, so you're not like, it's cause I already went to a lot of the influencers and I'll get, I'll get more of them back in on it, but I want, I want you to be able to not trust anyone. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you have no yeah. idea who's, you know, on the fucking crab payroll, yeah. like who's, who's in <laughs> on it, you know? So I would, like, I basically, my goal is with the next like major cycle is to, is to take reality and just turn it inside out. Fuck yeah, dude. That and sounds. just and fucking and just start dropping bombs uh, songs dude. just on top of it Hell that are just yeah. insane and but now like we have more money than before so so that we're, really just fucking unhinged like yeah you, you got money now so it's yeah, gonna be fucking yeah. ridiculous yeah so there's gonna there's gonna be kind of like a spy a doom spiral that's gonna take place where like as they go it's gonna generate more cash that i can also like take out i've got revolving credit now through my business like we can we can spend a lot of fucking money uh, (laughs) right now on shit that's everybody's problem now yeah and we're that's what that's what we're all doing right now right we're all doom spending because we know there's no future yeah. like that's where that's where we're at but now it's like oh you mean i can just like draw hundreds of thousands of dollars and Dude. just fucking and just blow it <laughs> and just blow it uh, yes yeah. and like we'll do it man i'm fucking crazy like i already did it one time already where it was like if this doesn't work i'm fucking i'm literally bankrupt yeah. like my life's over but I'm like D- black. Put yeah. it on black. Let's go, baby. Bet it, it all, dude. It. Yeah. Max, this is convincing me that we definitely got to pay Alan to be on the podcast. Yeah, this. Yeah, I think Wetzel was we like. Uh, well, so my my thing was, I I wanted you on here because we're we're really good friends and we got good chemistry. I knew you'd get along with Goose because, fucking, you know, me and Goose are weirdly polar opposites, but also like the same person sometimes. So. Uh-huh. Uh, I knew you'd get along with him, and I figured every fucking, you know, like, podcast or interview you're on, you're fucking always talking about, like, Attack Attack or, or you know, something that you're working on. I figured it'd just be cool to have you on and just go over dumb fucking stories and talk to each other. Sure. Now, yeah, I'd incriminate myself as yeah, a child. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. That, that was the plan. Get him, boys. He's right fucking there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got the police on the line, dude. Uh, but now, you know, with, with the upcoming projects that you have and the marketing campaigns that you're, you're planning, I think when you guys release your next EP or, or album or whatever it is, uh, we can have you back on, but we can have Chris and everybody else here and we can actually mm-hmm. talk about it and, and do it like a proper interview. But I think having you on here yeah. just fucking bullshit and having a good time was definitely the move because you know i mean we don't get to talk that much either because you're all you know you're yeah. busy i'm busy the only time we really ever get to sit down and talk to each other is when we're on the road together and you know mm-hmm. that happens fairly often but not as often as i'd like and yeah. you know the first real conversation we had was in some fucking the back of some bar that's shut down now talking about going to therapy um yeah so it's yeah, it a good time but uh yeah next uh whenever we'll, we'll talk you'll have to let me on on some of the shit that you're planning because uh, I'm very curious about it now, but uh, uh, yeah, very curious. Oh, you will be, dude. You very, will be very, very, very curious and seeing if yeah. I can help in any way. Uh, but yeah, net, when 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 that shit starts happening, I would love to have you and everybody else on, uh, and fucking just talk about it and have like an actual, I guess, interview or whatever. Um, sure, Goose. Do you have a recommendation? 
Uh, I do. You know what? I think you should just read the book Dark Money by Jane Mayer. It, I finished it this week. It's great. It tells about the how the Koch brothers built the right-wing information empire, and it was very compelling. It read, it read like, you know, a story, and um, it's pretty easy read. And, nice. uh, it's you know, you should learn about that stuff. Hell and also, yeah. I saw the movie Biosphere that had Mark Duplass in it. Super weird. Go watch it. Don't nice. look up anything about it. It's nice. so fucking weird. It's a weird movie. Wes, um, do you have anything that you want to recommend? Yeah, I got a couple. Um, if you want to, uh, the dark money thing, that's cool, but you need to go further back. You should get a book that's called The Ascent of Money. Um, and let me double check the author. I read this book. It's the same author that does The Ascent of Money, A Financial History of the World. Okay. Oh. And it is written by Niall Ferguson. That's right. N-I-A-L-L Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, The Ascent of Money. Great book. It basically breaks down like where the modern financial system came from. He also has... He's obviously written some other books. He has another one. I think it's called The House of Rothschild. I think he also authored that one. I could be wrong. But either way, The Ascent of Money is definitely a really good one if you want to get huh. into like scumbag financial shit. Hell yeah. This is kind of like the source of okay. learning like where did fractional reserve banking come from? Because the Koch brothers, you know all these other dickheads that you can name um, this, these major like financial players that people talk about, like they're just, they're just cutouts, man. It's just another, it's another dick that's figured out how to fuck a bunch of people. Yeah. And, but the way they're doing it is what you need to know who they are is totally irrelevant. Yeah. How did they fucking do it? Yeah, like, why is there a there? system that, how does the game work? What are the rules of the fucking game? Yeah. You know, cause we're always competing. That's the nature of the Hell, jungle. Oh, right? Absolutely. But if you don't know the rules of the game that you're playing, you don't know you're who's going to kick your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. It Absolutely. could be that guy. It could be the Koch brothers. It could be whatever the... I don't. I can't remember any other people's names. But, you know, there's right wing, left wing. There's this whole stupid, you know, mirrored dichotomy of nonsense where they're all basically just funding the same shit anyway. Yeah. So where do they get their goddamn money from, <laughs> you know? What was How is the, Nancy Pelosi's uh, husband so good at trading yeah. stocks? How does he do it? <laughs> what, what was the name of it again? It's called The Ascent of Money the by Niall Ferguson. Okay. Um, I honestly have I've been reading nothing like that. I've been reading Red Rising. I'm kind of slogging through it because I've been so fucking busy the past couple weeks. I haven't gotten a chance to read shit. Uh, so yeah. I guess I just recommend watch Talk to Me. It's really good. It's super spooky. Um, That's a so, good one. Super yeah, spooky. if you're into spooky movies, Talk to Me. It got shit on a lot by fucking stupid dumbass dickheads, but it was a really good movie. Uh, but we're gonna wrap this up. I'll, we'll see you guys next week. Be safe. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Love you so much. Uh, bye bye.